Hello. Hello. Hi, podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Emily had to deal with some trauma. Yeah. We won't break it down on the podcast. No. I guess you can ask in Discord. I will give you the short version, though. Uh, (laughs) It was deep and unsettling, and I hated it. Um, I was warned that it didn't have a happy ending. (laughs) I was warned that it didn't have a happy ending, and yet still I expected one somehow. Yeah. It's like... No closure. Orpheus and Eurydice. No matter how many times you hear the story, you think it works out. And it, this is It's the same story song. every time. It's a sad song. It's a sad tale. It's a tragedy. But no, we, we were going to record a lot this weekend. It's not happening. <laughs> no, dude, so much shit happened. Like, Emily was supposed to come here in person this weekend, and I texted her on like wednesday and i was like bro can we do a discord weekend yeah <laughs> i think literally the I same day so i asked like i think we both at the same time were like i can't leave this weekend i was so overwhelmed and i had like i had not had a break in like so long i had to go to my job <laughs> on my day off and then i so i essentially worked like nine days in a row Ew. and then y'all were gonna come and i still had to like clean my house and like do my research and all this shit i was like i cannot do it no i cannot do it i we have to do a discord weekend and then we didn't like it's sunday no and i have had no desire to move yeah like no i canceled for a different reason and then so many other events unfolded that i was like i yes it was the universe was telling me that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to not even worry about it this weekend no yeah like we did have people over last night to watch we literally just watched survivor That's because harsh. that is what my life has become now <laughs> i um, have not watched anymore since we finished season two dude it's been a roller coaster i've had like s- this many free time season three is fucking insane first of all season three africa um Season three is so hard for no reason. Like, just the survival element. Like, they do not have water. You told me about the lions. The lions. <laughs> lions. Dude, lions. Like, and there was, they also encountered, like, water buffalo and shit, which are, like, super dangerous. Yeah. That's... And they had to do, like, the back away slowly, like, or else no. we die. That's like, awful. No, dude, it goes hard. But we, last night, decided to start season six together because it was, like, a big group of people. Mm-hmm. Not a big group. It was, like, four of us. But we started season six, and it's men versus women. So oh. fucking interesting. But tarantulas Mm-mm. everywhere. <laughs> no. They're in the Amazon. Spiders the size of my fist. We also played Overcooked. We introduced it to a, a new friend because, like, one of the other girls who came had already played it um so she knew what was going on and lux and i know what was going on but we were like natalie you've got it (laughs) and we were like we were all like laughing and like let's have fun but this is the most stressful game you'll ever play in your entire life i love it so much i literally lose sleep the night we play it because i'm like yeah i forgot to throw the chicken (laughs) (laughs) it's so stressful and for what but no I was going to open Animal Crossing again today, and then I feel, I feel another Stardew Valley 
<laughs> obsessive phase like creeping in the back of my head and i'm trying to put it off i just started um uh, i'm still kind of in the midst of the don't starve one but i just hadn't have no time yeah. to play that it's just been like reading the don't starve reddit is how that one is getting satisfied yeah. um what's on the reddit I mean, a lot of it's people are like, hey, who does anyone want to play? Mm-hmm. And then some people, it's like, rate my base. And other people are like asking for tips. And I read the tip mm-hmm. ones a lot. And I also love looking at people who are like, I'm on day 5,000. This is my base. <laughs> and it's like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why is there 80 crockpots? There's point, no quick. way you could cook that much at one time. You won the game, bro. Calm down. Restart. <laughs> Dude, I I was looking at um at Stardew Valley mods though. Oh no! And I think I want to mod my Stardew Valley game because like all those girls on TikTok that like make their Stardew Valley pink and shit. Yeah. I was like, how do I do that? The only mod I have ever installed on Stardew Valley was to make the marryable NPCs hotter because they're all ugly. It's <laughs> like I can't, in good conscience, like any of you. <laughs> <laughs> you're good so, people like, but not hot and yeah <laughs> but it didn't count as a mod because i physically went into the folder and physically changed their portraits in the game oh so like, it, a mod didn't do it for you, you no just... it wasn't a mod i just did it yeah and it was all in fucking korean and Ooh. like i did <laughs> like i didn't know what i was doing but there was a tiktok that was like you click this button and this button and this button i promise it's not a virus this button and this button and boom attractive yeah no that's how i like learned to mod minecraft and stuff i would just watch youtube videos and it'd be people like click this button um and open this folder that's super secure and if you click the wrong thing you will break the game unrepairably but just make sure you click this one and i would just like for some reason i had all the confidence in the world that everything would be fine and nothing no, broke, blind confidence but, yeah i know but i remember doing stuff like that or like before <laughs> minecraft servers and stuff were streamlined mm-hmm. um <laughs> where it was a little bit more sketchy uh i remember like watching videos and be like close your firewall and i was like yeah that's probably fine close and then just <laughs> this took, is okay just took down my family's security system real quick <laughs> So that you could put, like, fucking pigeons in Minecraft yeah. every day. Like, Minecraft mods really were, like, all stakes and very little reward. Dude, I had uh, Feed the Beast for the while, though. Like, the mod pack. That stuff was crazy. I was so jealous when you had that shit. I wanted it so bad, but we the played Minecraft on, like, a... The game ran at five frames per second, <laughs> but it was we worth it. We played Minecraft on a laptop. It's like, Feed the Beast will not work on this shit. I, I just... I worked with what I had. No, yeah. But, no, I sometimes I feel it, like, creeping up. Like, I feel a Minecraft obsession mm-hmm. coming back, and I, it's what I, it's everything I do for four days. But, like, the Stardew Valley ones are so bad. Because, like, I, it's, like, it makes my brain itch. Like, I know it's coming, and I don't want it to but I know I'm about to start a brand new Stardew Valley save with, like, all these mods. I might break my computer. Like, <laughs> all this sketchy shit's about to happen. Modding Stardew Valley is fucking complicated as hell. It's really not. I just don't understand computers. Oh. <laughs> but you have to install a program that allows you to get access to the mod folder. Ah. Uh. 
and like i have to do all that and then it's like when you have to get forge for minecraft and stuff like that there's like yeah. a middleman and there's also like making certain saves have certain mods is really difficult and you can get a mod manager but i saw someone on reddit who was like i don't trust the mod managers but here's what i did and she created different folders within her mod folder Mm -hmm. um of like different saves and depending on whatever save she loaded she would just like go into her stardew valley folder real quick drag and drop the mods in labeled by save and then open the game and then when she was done she would take it out and put it in a different folder that was like unused mods Hmm. it's like that sounds tedious but i trust that more than installing all of these programs and trying to manage things I just want my Stardew Valley to be pink. (laughs) I just want it to be pink. I just want it to be pink. Oh, that's it. I was going to say, I'm I'm coming down from the Don't Starve one, but not really. And then... um, But not really. (laughs) No. I love Don't Starve. Um, It's such a good game. We played Left 4 Dead the other day, and I might get it for my computer to play with the person that just moved out yeah we might still play but they don't have it on xbox they have it on computer but we played on my mm-hmm. xbox and i have left for dead 2 for the 360 so good but it's backwards compatible so i i can play it on my xbox one but it brings you to the 360 menus and stuff and it was atrocious trying to navigate all that again <laughs> it did not want to work for whatever reason it was so aggravating but then it finally it finally fixed itself because we never figured out what what it was mad about but (laughs) that was like vietnam flashbacks looking at the 360 menus (laughs) it was so weird dude i fucking love left for dead i haven't played it in so long though it's i'm i'm replaying assassin's creed odyssey again (laughs) again i'm still not done valhalla but i was like you know what i don't care (laughs) (laughs) I care about replaying this thing that I already know how to win at and have already beaten multiple times. I'm gonna do it again instead of this new fun thing. Sometimes that's just what's required. Sometimes it lessens my anxiety to know what's gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Should we start? I'm done. What's What's your category today? It better be other. Because that's what I have ready. I have a ghost, so that sounds right. Yes. Yes, because when I do ghost stories, you do true crime. Yeah. And when I do true crime, you do other. Yeah, because those are the worst episodes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Podcast Discord, do y'all have a favorite combo? Oh, that's it. Yeah. What's your favorite category and what's your favorite category combo? Yeah. Okay, so you should be able to guess this one. Mm, okay. No. Maybe not with the weekend you've had. No. But you definitely know what it is. So it – oh, I, I thought about these hints this morning and they were so good and I just forgot all of them. <laughs> it is not a creepypasta. It's not an SCP. It's a real thing. Um, one of 
it's called one of the most haunted things in the world, but it's not really a haunting. That's why I'm putting it in the other category. It is an item. Um, it's been on ghost adventures and a lot of like paranormal, a lot of paranormal TV shows, but it got really famous on YouTube of all places. It's like 30 years old and had like a resurgence a few years ago. Um, a cursed one item? F- Is there? Yeah, one of our favorite YouTubers fucks with it a lot. Is there like more than one of these items? In some versions, yes. So it's not like a debit box or stuff like that. No, that's what it is. Oh, it is? Okay. (laughs) You know, maybe I just need traumatic weekends to be able to guess things. You really were just like, so it's not a debit box. But no, it is. It is. It is. I thought there was like multiple debit boxes. So what I learned, first of all, so there's like the original the dybbuk box okay i see what the dybbuk box is the dybbuk box there's like, one guy that's there's one dude um that's one, an item i realize that might be confused <laughs> um and then years later the guy came out and said there was actually 10 dybbuk boxes across the world um he was in possession of a few of them and then somebody else is in possession of known two, but two two are still missing. How did they know and there's ten then if some are missing? I'll get to it. Okay. And then there's also a Dybbuk box. So it's like it's a category and also and it's like a, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't always a square. Okay. So it's like there's the category. There's of the Dybbuk boxes. The Dybbuk box. Yeah. And then But the lessers <laughs> the lessers yeah so it's like one of them is just like super uber famous mm-hmm. um and then but it's it is also a category of thing mm-hmm. yeah but before we go into all of that i have to tell you what a dybbuk is do you know what a dybbuk is it's some sort of like demon isn't it so it's a i'm on a roll it's today a, no you're killing it <laughs> um it's a spirit in some versions that originates from Jewish mythology. Okay. Um, it's believed to be malicious and possessing. So, like, what happens is that it's supposedly the disembodied soul of a dead person. And it, it'll jump into a host's body, use the host body to complete whatever goal it has, and then leave it okay sometimes they leave willingly but most often they're exercised um the word itself comes from the hebrew word that means to adhere or cling it also means the act of sticking (laughs) the act of sticking which is the title of this week's episode (laughs) um but like the term dybbuk has existed since like the 16th century um there's this play by S. Anksky, Anksky, A-N-S-K-Y. It's called The Dybbuk. And in his play, dude, so at first, so Dybbuks are like male spirits, first of all. And they tend to possess women. Okay. In like weirdly sexual ways. Okay. 
So like in this in this dude's play, it enters her through her vagina. Oh, sex. <laughs> you know, like sex. Um, but so a lot a lot of them also to get even more specific, they possess women on the eve of their wedding. Okay, and like make them do shit. Yeah, infidelity. Um, yeah. Okay. But, so, at first, Dybbuk possessions were thought to be demonic possessions rather than ghostly ones. Um, and the example of that is that it used to be said that if you doubted Moses crossing the Red Sea, you would open your home up to a Dybbuk. Oh, so, like, yeah, if you don't believe the religion. Yeah. <laughs> the religion. <laughs> Um, but in psychological literature, a dybbuk has been called a hysterical syndrome. Ooh. Yeah, it's a lot of women. It's a lot of violence against women. Um, but that's, like, the spirit. I like how when women do stuff, they're like, oh, she's just sad. Or, oh, she's just a witch. Like, literally, history was like, if women are doing anything, it's just because women, like, (laughs) they... (laughs) no but literally no that's just what happens they're literally like "Mm, no that's just like because she's a woman it's not any serious medical problem she's just a woman so that just happens and it's like no man she's not a witch there's something wrong (laughs) she's not a witch she just has appendicitis yeah like help her (laughs) please (laughs) help her that's the name of this week's episode she's not a witch she just has appendicitis (laughs) um okay 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 but what is a Dybbuk box, you may ask? What's a Dybbuk box? <laughs> it's like Dora the Explorer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Dybbuk box originates from a very, very famous eBay listing, which I did read and did pull info from. Shit's brazy. <laughs> um, actually, I didn't read it. Uh, so I listened to somebody else do a reading of it because I have the attention span of a goldfish. Her name is Madame Macabre on YouTube, um, which, first of all, bomb-ass name. I love the M's. I love the alliteration. Like, we're sisters now. <laughs> I loved her. Um, but, yeah. So I pulled information from that. And then there was also this fantastic article on Input Magazine for, by Charles Moss in 2021. It's called The Truth Behind the Haunted Dybbuk Box. Super interesting article. Very thorough interviewed everyone you could possibly interview and then some um (laughs) so a lot of shit comes from that article just because it was so well put together but so now at first it was the dybbuk box but now dybbuk box has become sort of like a catch-all term for containers it doesn't have to be a box that contains some sort of spirit it doesn't have to be a dybbuk okay because like dybbuks are ghosts these boxes often contain demons. <laughs> okay, so there's like, I see what you're saying yeah. now. Square is a rectangle. Rectangle is not. Mm-hmm. Terms just kind of get mismatched. Yeah. Okay. But what about the original? Do you know the story about the original? I don't know if I know it specifically. It's... I it might have been in one of the because I've watched Sam and Colby and Jake. Bad shit. I'll play with them, dude. When I was writing this, I, I went. I was going through it, um, and I literally, I was like, 
I added a section into my notes called fucking Jake. Like, <laughs> and there's a, at the end, I just go through and tell you about how Jake fucked up. Like, oh, no. But before that, I have to tell you about the dude. Late on me. So, in 2001, a man named Kevin Manis um, is at a garage sale. In some versions, it's an auction. In the original eBay listing, it's an auction. Um, but over the course of years, it gets turned into a garage sale in, like, Wikipedia and stuff. Okay. But he's at this auction in Portland, Oregon. So his whole business is that he flips furniture. So he, he buys furniture, and then he has a shop and, like, a workshop in a basement below it. So he'll take all this furniture into his little basement workshop, refurbish them, and put them back into his shop upstairs to try and resell them. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Depop girly, if you will. That's the name of this week's episode. Dibbic Box Depop. Dibbic Box Depop girly. <laughs> oh my the god. The girly makes it. Um, but he's scouting for new furniture at this auction and he finds this wine cabinet. So it's made of wood. It has like these ornate finishes on it and it almost has it's either gold or brass i can't really tell grapes embossed on the front fun it's classy those, yeah it's one of those cabinets that has the two doors and on either side there's like the the wide hooks that you're supposed to set a wine glass in and okay. then the wine goes in the cabinet and there's also a mechanism that when you so you open the first drawer door and there's a mechanism on the inside that opens the other door and a drawer. Okay. Yeah. It's a very well-made cabinet. And it's not big. It's, like, probably the size of, like, a computer monitor if you turn it. Oh, so it's, like, something to put on a counter. Yeah. Okay. It's about probably about the size of, like, a Keurig. Oh, okay. Roughly. Like, it's not big. Um, it's literally about the size of, like, a wine bottle like tall wise it's like a mini bar okay like super mini of similes (laughs) you're painting a picture it's okay i'm painting a picture i'm trying to give you a visual um because i can't tell you to look up a picture because it spoils it so i won't look up a picture he's taken with it and decides that this is he is going to buy it uh so he wins this here he purchases the box um in in the auction version he you know obviously bids against people but um it's essentially like an estate sale but he gets this cabinet and while he's paying for it a young woman approaches him and super vague doesn't really introduce herself the first thing she says is i see you bought the dybbuk box Mm. he's like what the fuck is that this is a wine cabinet ma'am she doesn't know what he doesn't know what the fuck's going on but she explains that that actually came from her grandmother's estate um the word estate makes it haunted yeah so (laughs) her grandmother was a woman named helva and she knows this because like the her grandma was around when she was alive like she can still remember her grandma and specifically she can still remember the cabinet and all this stuff because she's like an adult woman um but her grandma had escaped nazi-occupied poland whoa 
and her grandma um her grandmother's parents brothers sisters two sons and daughter had all been killed jeez um no yeah so literally everyone so grandma is able to flee to spain and live in spain until the war ends and after that she actually ends up immigrating to the u.s but she can only bring three items with her um so she brings a steamer trunk a sewing box and the cabinet okay so this wine cabinet had been like a family heirloom essentially that was traveling with helva while she escaped nazi poland and then into spain and then into the u.s so this guy actually is like oh shit this is a priceless family heirloom do you want it back like i i didn't know all this when i bought it and she starts like adamantly refusing she's oh, like no. no 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 you bought it it's yours it's your problem now um that's terrifying and he's fucking like in this like half and half of like but do you want it though like <laughs> and she's like no 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 you purchased it it's like but but it's yours um <laughs> but you can have it back <laughs> so she says that she doesn't want it um she just came to warn him <laughs> because she has all these memories of this box from when she was a kid and she says that grandma always insisted the box had to stay closed at all times Ooh. it was always closed and out of reach of like the children and stuff on a very high shelf in her sewing room and when the little girl's old enough she asks her grandma why like what the fuck grandma <laughs> and grandma spits three times in between her figures fingers before saying it's a dipic box and she's like grandma what's that i'm 12 like um and she says that there's a dibic living inside of it which is a spirit that can possess the living and grandma says that under no circumstances is the box ever to be opened and grandma actually said that she wanted the box buried with her okay however that did not that's apparently not right with a traditional orthodox jewish burial oh so, so grandma she was do it. Mm -mm. so it could not be buried with her so it was sold oh no so this girl is approaching this guy not to say wow precious family heirloom but rather to say um my grandma wanted it buried with her because it's haunted as hell so you should probably keep it closed <laughs> maybe bury it also <laughs> maybe bury it <laughs> i don't know but maybe don't put wine in it because then yeah. you'll curse your wine <laughs> she specifically is like um bad things will happen that's so funny to be like we're selling it to you but probably don't keep it <laughs> yeah we made the money off of it first and now we warn you <laughs> yeah now the disclaimer happens um regardless kevin a healthy skeptic did not listen the first thing he does is open it like <laughs> kevin kevin come on so he's in his mid-30s at the time so he's a healthy young dude but he decides that what he wants to do is refurbish the box and then give it to his mom for her birthday okay that's his plan haunt your mom got it so do 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 he makes his way downstairs making my way downtown walking fast with this haunted box do 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 um so he takes it downstairs into his little workshop and leaves it he doesn't open it at first actually he he goes into his little workshop he goes downstairs um he sets the box down and he has to go run some errands 
so he leaves there's the store is still open so there's an employee there who's like tending to the shop and stuff and so he leaves and then he gets a phone call from the employee (laughs) we don't have a clown statue (laughs) (laughs) she's in hysterics oh no for real like hysterics did the box Um, move did i guess it so somebody was in the workshop oh so she says that somebody had broken in or somehow like snuck past her locked the iron gates Mm. like to the shop front and the security door so she couldn't get out but she could hear them in the store so she could hear glass breaking um she could hear like moving and all this stuff she's freaking the fuck out and she's like i don't know what to do that's awful kevin is like oh my god someone broke into my store and he gets into his fucking car and he's like on his way to whip it and he's dialing 911 his cell phone battery immediately dies Ooh, and he's like oh fuck so he goes back to the shop and when he pulls up all the doors are locked like she was not bullshitting him she was locked inside and he so he unlocks the door and is like looking for her she's in the corner of the upstairs office sobbing oh my gosh that's she's having a full-on mental breakdown so he's like fuck um somebody's in my store so he he turns on the light to go downstairs into his basement workshop he finds every single light bulb is exploded Um, which I'm just now realizing is very important for later, and I'm realizing it now as I'm retelling it. Uh-oh. Make a note of that. Mental note. Um, along with all of the fluorescent tubes. But, so, um, it's this point he realizes there is no intruder, because there's only one way to get out of the workshop, and that's this staircase. So, when he's like looking around down there he doesn't see anybody so unless someone had managed to sneak past him and like book it upstairs and out of the door without either of them seeing oh um by the time he gets back upstairs his employee is gone she quits over the phone on the spot and never comes back (laughs) she left as soon as the door was unlocked she was out trauma um no she was pissed like she no (laughs) could you imagine no if all the light bulbs exploded in the basement while i was working alone i'd lose my mind i'd break out the window she waited for the (laughs) doors to be unlocked no i would be out so fast no yeah um so about two weeks after the initial purchase is when he decides to actually like sit down and start working on it um so he opens it to refurbish it and inside he finds some weird shit oh it wasn't empty this is the first time he's opened it this is the first time he's opened okay it. no it was not empty inside there are two u.s wheat pennies dedicated de- date dedicating dating back to 1925 and 1928 okay there are two locks of hair a dried rosebud a four-legged candlestick, a golden <laughs> wine cup, and a granite sculpture with the Hebrew word shalom on it. Um, the Shema, which is a prayer, um, it's one of the most important prayers in Judaism, was also carved into the back of the cabinet. 
Okay. Whose hair? So, don't know. Oh, okay. I thought we were so gonna get backstory on that. <laughs> Never mind. So he saves the items in a box. He was actually going to bring them back to the estate because he didn't know that they were in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the family didn't want them. <laughs> um, so he does keep it. And spoiler alert: when he ends up listing the cabinet on eBay, he lists it with all the shit that came with it. He was like, "Fuck it!" Like, I don't. <laughs> you can have all. I of don't it. know what. I don't know what part of this is cursed. Um, <laughs> take keep it. Keep all of it. <laughs> it's on me. He also. This is also when he decides not to refinish the cabinet. He just cleans it. Okay. He's like, oh, it's in pretty good condition. I'll just, you know, take the weird shit out. He's probably connecting like the, the dots. The he's hair. like, wait, light bulbs just exploded, and this is some weird, like, witchy stuff in the box. Maybe, maybe I should have takes him. It. it takes him a painfully long time to catch on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it takes him a painfully long time to catch on. Um, but he cleans it. He doesn't pay shit any mind and goes on his merry way. Okay. So he finishes the cabinet and decides to give it to his mom on Halloween. Halloween, man? His mom's birthday's no uh October twenty eighth. Oh okay. She'd gone out of town with his sister for like the weekend or something, so he, she pulls up to the, the shop on Halloween okay. day. He's like and he's like mama i have a present for you it's cursed um we actually know what happens here because there's an interview on paranormal witness we should watch it um it's fucking crazy but so what happens is mom comes mom's comes into the shop um it's really early before they open and so kevin brings her down into the workshop and has her sit down in front of his little display um that he has and he says that he has an unusual present for her in her interview she actually says she's always gotten weird presents on her birthday specifically that her husband used to only get her plaid coats for every birthday because he knew that she hated them and that he she would return them to buy something else (laughs) (laughs) which i just thought was a fun anecdote give her a gift card man literally it's like give her a fucking gift card to target or something don't buy her a shitty present so that she'll return it to buy a better one he just doesn't understand the concept of gift cards he's made the coat cash yeah no he's like no but she can if she brings this coat back she can get something she wants so i'll just get her the coat that way she can get whatever it's like what um psychopath activity right there (laughs) But Kevin actually has to step away because he's getting a phone call. So he's like, give me one sec, Ma. I'll be right back. He has to run upstairs to the office to answer this phone call. And he leaves her there with it. And this is a firsthand account. This interview is with her. Oh. And she tells, it's, I thought it was no, with Kevin. It's so creepy. Um, and so in her own words, so she sat, she's looking at the box, and she says, it was as though the box was looking back at me. Ew. So she opens it, um, quote, it was as though a cold breeze was coming out. She can't describe it. It's just pure evil. She can't run away or even get away because she immediately has a fucking stroke. uh, Opens it and has a stroke. Had she had a stroke before? Unclear. Okay. Um, 
but no full on that's crazy full on um and it's like she's down there for a while by herself before like one of kevin's employees (gasps) notices because she can't move she can't talk she can't say shit like she's just like slumped in her chair um her mouth contorts and starts to sag her eye pockets she says that the entire time she knew what was happening like she was aware she was having a stroke but she couldn't say anything um, oh she no. says her, she says her thought was quote am i gonna make it is this death kevin is downstairs or upstairs am i gonna die before i get to see my son oh is no. he gonna know am i gonna make it awful but she's the whole time she's saying like it's so it's impossible to communicate um but she wanted to tell him that she was scared she wanted to help him um she wanted to impress upon him how important it was to get rid of the fucking box jeez um no yeah the curse your mom on halloween literally but she immediately has a stroke oh my gosh that's awful yeah and that's like just facts yeah she had a stroke she had a stroke um that isn't the only thing that happened with this fucking box though kevin doesn't get the memo for like a while Um, even after his mom tells him yeah so his sister hates the box because the doors in the drawers will open on their own um they still have the box his brother said it smelled like cat urine um and kevin and every member of his family starts to have all of these like reoccurring nightmares of an old woman with sunken in eyes yo like kevin everybody starts to have the same fucking nightmare your mom just had a stroke your brother says it smells like pee the people who sold it to you spelled out for you that it was haunted and probably should be buried literally kevin come on does not get it um and then some other shit starts happening so a store employee his brother comes into the shop one day accidentally knocks it over a few days later commits suicide oh my gosh yeah that shop worker also ends up committing suicide at a point um oh my gosh yeah so at this point he's like maybe i shouldn't keep the box in the workshop so he gives it to his girlfriend at the time kevin kevin no and she immediately returns it um and he's like no (laughs) what the fuck did you give me (laughs) that is your problem (laughs) you bought it but when he gets it back he starts to see shadow things in his peripheral vision kevin he's still doesn't get the memo for like a second like he has this box for two years kevin oh my gosh um and then 2003 comes and he makes the infamous ebay post nice so along with the ebay post he includes like proof of purchase medical records like he includes a bunch like the oh he tells the story yeah so the ebay that's why the ebay post is so long but he goes step by step like through everything that happened and even more that i couldn't fit in because my research is already nine pages long Jeez, oh. um but he starts the eve i don't remember his exact words actually let me see if i can pull it up real quick um because he starts by saying hey big box ebay post 
I I want to see the original. I would like to see it. <laughs> Show me the boy. Show me the original. Um All of the events that I'm about to set forth in this listing are accurate and may be verified by the winning bidder who will get copies of hospital records and sworn affidavits that I'm including as part of the sale of the cabinet. Jeez. The winning bidder will also be able to contact most of the persons mentioned herein for the purposes of verification, cooperation, and to gain insight on the full scope of whatever it is. And then he goes on to say, it, like, he's talking about the purchases. Um, he talks about his mom's stroke. He starts with the reoccurring nightmares. Um, everything. Everything. But, like, he is so fucking serious about this. He's like, get rid of it. <laughs> um, at the end, he even writes, help me. Dang. Like, he's like, I can't. But... So, the second owner is a man named Yosef. I think that's how you say it. It's I-O-S-I-F. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Yosef. But, so he buys it from Kevin for $140. Because it's eBay, so it's bidding. And a shit ton of stuff immediately starts happening to him. Um, so car troubles, strained smells, hair loss. Um, Whoa, it's coming out the gate yeah. swinging. No, yeah, he keeps a blog with all the shit that happened to him, but it did get deleted. Ah, So we don't have a lot of details, but he sells it again to a man named Jason Haxton. Um, So he buys it for $280. Price has Um, upped. Price has upped. So he is a writer and the director of... The Museum of Osteopathic Medicine. I think that's how you say that. Bone in Kirksville, Missouri. Is that bone? No. I heard osteo. I might have said it right. Because like osteoporosis is bone something. I don't know. I heard, Wait, I'm heard. i in fossil I class right now. So I heard. Osteopathic Medicine. Osteopathic medicine is a whole person approach to medicine, treating the entire person rather than just the symptoms with a focus on preventative health care. Hmm. Yeah, it's about attitudes and lifestyles to prevent illnesses. That's cool. Yeah, but that's this dude. So he, his big thing is like he studies antiques and artifacts. So he's like super fascinated with the cabinet. Um, and he is super fascinated with it to the point that he hold on <laughs> hold on i'm holding on this hold is on. on and this is me holding it i just need to make sure this is right oh no it's right it's right okay for some reason it didn't feel right are you good wait yeah my phone fell Oh. But also, look, this is me holding on. Can you see it? How did you... I I can? How did you do that? (laughs) How did you do that? It won't follow my hand, though. It's just on the screen. No, wait. Do it again. Oh, I got rid of it. 
Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, I was gonna take a screenshot. But <laughs> I was I, I was entertaining myself while you looked for it. Oh no, I have to balance it on the coffee mug again. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're good. So, so this owner in 2011, his name is Jason Haxton. Um, we've already gone through him. He he's a very important person. Um. I skipped an owner. Uh-oh. It wasn't an important one, but I definitely skipped an owner, and that's why I'm flipping out. Oh, so okay. The Yosef sells it to a guy named Joseph, who has it for, like, not long. Okay. And then it goes to Jason. Okay. I, mean, I don't know why I had a fucking stroke. Um, That wasn't funny. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> too soon. Um, But, so Jason Haxton is, like, a really important guy with the Dybbuk box specifically. And he's so the antique he, guy. He's the antique guy. Okay. He studies antiques, artifacts. He's fascinated with it. He is also one of the experts on it because he keeps the box for the longest. Okay. When it starts gaining popularity, at least. Because um, he's not the last owner. The last owner has it for the longest. It's still to this day. Ooh. Um, so the he writes about everything that happens to him, though. So bleeding eyes, choking attacks, reoccurring dreams whoa, of the whoa, whoa, woman. Whoa, 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 You cannot throw bleeding eyes into a list like it's nothing. His eyes bleeding bled? Bleeding eyes, yes, and choking attacks. This went from car troubles and exploding eye- eyeballs to bleeding eyes. <laughs> I mean, the first woman had a stroke. Yeah, the stroke was the most intense by far but then the nonchalant listing off of bleeding eyes and attacked hello yeah <laughs> the so di- he, the, the box gets worse every time it's sold and i hate it yeah um he writes a book about it though Ooh. so he wrote a book and made himself like super available for interviews and stuff like he really was like becoming an expert on this box because at this point he's had it for like six years like he just he keeps the box for a really long fucking time after bleeding eyeballs he subjects himself to all this terrible shit and he's like i'll write a book about it it'll be fine (laughs) as long as i profit we're good but he and kevin have beef which i think is funny um (laughs) what is why does so in 2012 the movie The Possession comes out, which is inspired by Jason's book and the box. And Kevin and Jason are both um, consultants during production. And, like, weird shit starts to happen during production, too, with, like, neon lights exploding. Five days after the shoot wraps, a fire destroys all of the props from the film. Like, but Kevin and Jason are doing all these interviews because they're consultants on the the production. Okay. Um, but Jason specifically, he makes himself super available at all times. So he's he's considered the expert on it, even though he wasn't the original owner. So Kevin and Jason really have beef. Oh, because <laughs> like, Kevin wants to the they he really wants to be have, the expert they really have beef and it's fucking hilarious um one quote was quote i think kevin was shocked because though he might have come up with the idea and the concept he would have never gotten the book written 
He never finishes anything. He would have never gotten the movie done. I got the red carpet treatment and everything. I was with the stars and he was in the back, he was background noise and it probably pissed him off, but that's the way it is. The, the personal shots. He no, never would have yeah. written a book. Man sitting at the drive. Jeez um. Kevin says there's no issue, but like a lot of this probably comes because at the end of Jason's book, he makes some accusations towards kevin that like kevin faked the whole thing somehow um oh but and like doesn't he believe in it so he believes the box is cursed but he believed that kevin accidentally cursed it in the span of making this whole thing up what yeah so his quote is quote did the con man get conned by god that's seriously my take on it Someone screwed around thinking it was funny and they were in control. It's like playing with fire. It's funny until it wasn't. Regardless of whether he made it or not, it really doesn't even matter. It had to start somewhere, but something is there and it's bigger than Kevin. That's so funny to be like, Kevin made it up, but then it's also cursed now. So yeah, Kevin made it up. But if he made it up, then my book is irrelevant. So it's real. Yeah, that does seem like he's covering his butt there. That is, but that, how would Kevin have cursed it, though? No, I really don't know. Um, That'd be, but like, I, I thought, like, it sounds like it'd be a cool ARG, you know, to, like, yeah. make all these posts and, like, write this story. So, like, you know, mm-hmm. people do stuff like that all the time. Well, like, we've talked about some of them that, that take place on, like, Reddit threads and stuff like yeah. that. Um, no sleeps. Yeah, stuff like that. Or, or, um... Uh, what are some, Marble Hornets is a great example yeah. where it's just you know you make a story and present it as real kind of thing and it does sound similar to that but also to profit off the fact that it's cursed but to be like Kevin's part of the story is fake but then everything after is real yeah um, and it's Kevin's fault but like also don't trust Kevin because he lied about it but I'm not lying that's so weird that. um but then in 20 t- 2016 someone new buys the box and they've had it ever since do you have any guesses on who bought the box bought the box jake weber <laughs> no but that'd be so funny <laughs> no 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 zach bagans oh really? you know, the host of ghost adventures <laughs> i feel like i knew that i know yeah you you probably knew it because post malone is cursed by the typic box what is Post Malone? We've talked about... He was at Skinwalker Ranch, too. Why is yeah. he always just cameoed in these stories? He just shows up. He just shows up. What does Post Malone know that we don't? <laughs> what insider information does Post Malone He's have? definitely possessed at this point. Someone tag Post Malone in something. Get him to listen. I have words I need to, to share <laughs> with words. Post Malone. I have questions. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So in 2016, Zach buys it. Um, he buys it from Jason for a sum of money that neither of them are willing to admit to. Hell. Yeah. Um, so the box is featured on an episode of Ghost Adventures Deadly Possessions. And Kevin and Jason are both present to bring it to its new home, which is in Zach's haunted museum in Vegas. So they set it up in its own little room. It's been there ever since. And then over quarantine they did like this special called ghost adventures quarantine um a bunch of shit happens because zach opens it 
So they hear Kevin's name along with evil, they hear children's voices, they capture a figure on camera, but the highlight is fucking Post Malone touching it. <laughs> and he's just so, cursed okay, now? So, so, technically, he doesn't touch it directly. He's touching Zach. And Zach's um, touching it? And Zach's touching it. But Post Malone thinks that he's cursed now. Um, nice. He even he goes on to talk about it on the late night show because after that um suddenly bad vibes start to happen like he his private plane had to make an emergency landing one of his houses was broken into he got into a car accident like all this shit starts happening and he's like no yeah i'm cursed it's a demon i touched a box okay okay like no post no yeah that that makes sense that carries (laughs) yeah yeah you touched it like vicariously through like it counts. Well, no, it carries. It carries. It, it counts. It counts. Um, but some new information has come out. New information from Post Malone. N- not from Post Malone. Dang. But so the question: a lot of people don't believe that the Dybbuk box is real, um, and that's probably because it isn't. Hello. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Did I have Kevin's back and he lied to me? Yeah, like hard. Like when you said it was an ARG, I was like, oh no, she's definitely heard this story before. Oh, it just is? Yeah. So what happens is, I it, it's unclear. Wait, but then what? what, what, what? <laughs> so Kevin comes out in 2021 after all this beef with Jason and all this shit and says that, no, it's fake. Um, He's just doing it to get at Jason watch um so there's a possibility that that is what exactly what's happening so he because he says okay first of all way back when though in 2015 he posted online it was low-key a troll post because he essentially says that yes he was the original creator of the original listing on ebay but he dared to find he dared anyone to find any reference to a dybbuk box before his posting he even said he'd pay them a thousand dollars and get their name tattooed on their forehead if anyone could find a dybbuk box listing before his post <laughs> name tattooed <laughs> that's a, yeah so wild so in 2021 he admits that the box and the listing was fictional quote I am a creative writer. The Dybbuk box is a story that I created, and the Dybbuk box story has done exactly what I intended it to do when I posted it 20 years ago, which is to become an interactive horror story in real time. Wait, but did his mom have a stroke? Yes, his mo- the stroke was real. Oh. Well, does the mom think it's cursed? Or was she in on it? I'll come back to it. Okay. <laughs> so... Um, one of his friends actually says that at the time, Kevin was having a lot of money troubles and, like, was really smart because he built this story that would sell. Kevin says it wasn't about money troubles, but that he was having a bunch of bad luck at the time and he wanted to make a story about it. So what really happened in 2003 was he purchased the cabinet from a yard sale from a local attorney. He carves the carving into the back puts all the shit in it the the hair is actually one of his roommate's hair oh um the name the story the idea was his he conceived it he posts it on ebay and then he makes up the story that goes along with it he lists uh, all the shit that happens that it contains the spirit of the dybbuk the holocaust survivor all this stuff some stuff was true he did give it to his mom on halloween his mom did have a stroke that day 
um but the interview it, but in he says that it was um just the interview was just motherly support and an oscar-winning performance <laughs> nice mom yeah so this this actually so the in the beginning when i mentioned that input mag article um they interviewed um jason kevin and zach like they started swapping emails with all these people those quotes from jason were directly to the guy who wrote the article oh Um, this the guy who wrote the article gets on a phone call with kevin and the first phone call is like super sketchy like he doesn't really have solid answers for all this stuff and then in the second phone call um the interviewer starts to get really nitty-gritty and that's when kevin admits it was fake oh so he just got they cracked down on him yeah so the people who bought it add on their own horrors um along with retelling kevin's when it was resold alan s mott explains this as quote we embrace such stories because they tap into our own fears and prejudices so according to him this story quote taps into our belief that out in the world there's a supernatural evil that will attack anyone regardless of how good they are they allow people to make sense of such a chaotic world okay i can see that you can blame your bad luck on something yeah and a folklorist says that the supernatural and like the first person angle um was really what makes a viral urban legend it's like it's how creepypastas and no sleeps get popular yeah like it's first person it sounds real not to mention that um the box like usually dibbicks enter the body via possession and like have to be exercised there's no records of it getting trapped in a vessel mm-hmm. um until this yeah it's funny because the, the the guy who wrote the article so he interviews zach and kevin he inter he 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 reaches out to zach and is like hey do you want to be interviewed <laughs> and then zach has a an agent like a pr agent respond back and is like um no we d- we only do official correspondence blah, 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 blah. and then he sends him another interview that's like hey kevin just said it was fake you have a response <laughs> and then zach emails him back and oh, he's like no there's definitely something with this box like th- th- my whole staff has had experiences with it i've had personal experiences with it like regardless of how true kevin's version of events is there's definitely something here and, and that's what the other guy said like he he called it yeah what was it jason yeah jason definitely said kevin lied but it's haunted now so maybe he was right it's funny (laughs) but um an investigator goes to visit the museum in vegas to see the box and after investigating the construction and history he concludes that it's not a haunted jewish wine cabinet from spain but rather it's a mini bar from new york (laughs) um he goes on to say quote this elaborate story that started an entire urban legend was not an account of a real supernatural event, but instead a fictional backstory that he came up with to sell an ordinary and incomplete minibar. Nice. <laughs> no, yeah. Get your back, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's definitely evolved over time. So, like, whoop, I need to make my chair taller. <sighs> I'm taller now. I want to be a little shorter. Boop. <laughs> so, at first... It was like this specific demon. Now it's less that. It's it's not about dibbix so much as it's about trapping spirits in a vessel. 
a lot of new age Dybbuk box content compares them a lot to Ouija boards. Um, not because it's communication, but because there's a certain element of like, like with a Ouija board, if you're talking to something, it has to like escape to get out. Mm-hmm. You know, like it doesn't just, it's not free reign. Um, you have to do shit to let it get out. Yeah, you say goodbye or yeah. can't let it pull it and, off the board. Yeah. A lot of people make the comparison that that's kind of similar to what this is, where it's like it's an object that has power, but it keeps something contained. Um, and a lot of it's demons <laughs> now. Like, which is why I have a whole section of my notes titled Other Dybbuk Boxes, in parentheses, Fucking Jake. <laughs> nice. So for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about... <laughs> Our favorite YouTube boys, Sam and Colby, have some friends. Their names are Jake and Corey. Mm-hmm. We've definitely Jake mentioned is, them on here, I'm sure. Jake is a fucking idiot. <laughs> this is a Sam and Colby fan club at this point. <laughs> Jake does some dumb shit with Dybbuk boxes on YouTube for the world to see. Yeah, content. And, and some of it, there's a part that I saw and I was like, this is definitely edited. I, um, I might I know was, what you're talking about because I remember the one, hand. Yep. Yeah. I was like, that's definitely edited. Um, but it's okay because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, cool, you edited a hand into the background, but you didn't see the person standing over your shoulder. <laughs> like, or all this other shit that definitely did just happen. And like, Jake has some really weird mannerisms in it. Like, a lot of it isn't, a lot of what I'm about to talk about is not about the weird shit that happens in the video it's jake because um a lot of people think jake legitimately got possessed for a while Ugh. and he probably did but so um so first of all this happens in 2018 he buys dybbuk boxes online um from an estate sale so it's not like etsy like he oh. buys them from an estate sale um, he mentions that when he first brought it up, all of his friends were like, no, don't fucking do it. I remember it like, wasn't Jake's video. It was someone else's video because they all lived in the same house at this time. Yeah, and this was the trap house period. Yeah, and so someone else, I was watching one of their vlogs. It might have been one of the prank videos, honestly. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I remember Jake like getting something or like walking around with something. He's like, look what I just bought. And whoever's video it was is like, yo, dude. Are you ser- no, yeah. you seriously got it? Like you shouldn't have that here. And I remember in that Corey what- was pissed. Yeah, the, I, I it might have been Corey who said it in the video I watched. But as soon as I saw that clip, I was like, Jake found his YouTube channel and just started the series from there. <laughs> Jake Dybbuk Fox. Um, but yeah, so everyone tells him not to buy it, but he bought it anyway, as one should. Um, so the thing that first got me because you know, like I said, some of this shit definitely was jake trolling and like editing shit yeah um he gets the email that the box is delivered and he's like do 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 i'm gonna go get it and he hears talking outside like Corey just got home on the way in Corey got into a car accident someone hit Corey's fucking car they are outside talking about it they're actually calling for jake as they see him and they're like dude You'll never believe what fucking happened. And then Corey walks him around to the side of the car. At this point, Jake has not even mentioned the boxes. Yeah. And they, Corey was hit. Oh, no. And Jake is like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And Corey's like, what? What? And there's like a package 
sitting off to the side and he's like dude the boxes just got here and Corey's like you're fucking kidding like and he's <laughs> mad like he's like you're fucking kidding me and then they start to think about it and the timing of jake's email like when he gets the uh, the email and when Corey first took the damage of the picture of his car um the damn four minutes apart <laughs> that's awful. like he takes the picture of the damage on his car it's at um that that one is dated at 417 and the box was delivered at 421 <laughs> no yeah Corey was pissed uh, yeah i would be too yeah but so the Jake actually doesn't get to touch the boxes for a while. He hides them in a bush because he's not allowed to bring them into the house. I do remember that. <laughs> but when he comes back, um, so he opens it and it's literally like a wooden box covered with inscriptions that he says is warm to the touch. Um, the hinges and like the the seal is like melted shut with wax and the words are burned into it in what looks like Hebrew. Okay. He actually got two boxes somehow. Both of them are melted shut. And there's also a Star of David on the front. But, like, shit immediately starts happening. Immediately starts happening. Um, Some of it on camera. Like, (laughs) Jake is downstairs shooting the shit. And Navi, Corey's dog, starts barking like a maniac. And he's like, Navi, what are you doing? Navi, what are you doing? Poor Navi. Like, everybody haunted the fuck out of this house. Yeah, um, and so many videos are like, oh, Navi's just barking at the wall. Don't mind her. <laughs> and it's like, no, your house is haunted. And the is dog's barking telling at you. the midnight man or the dibbick? Like, <laughs> pick a struggle. <laughs> but Jake opens up the camera and says that he had been hearing a door opening upstairs. But every time he went up there to look, there was no door. He was just hearing shit. So he's there like, was no door it. or there was no door like door open. Opening. Okay, I was like, there's no, no all door. All the doors in the house had disappeared. Yeah, that was a bigger <laughs> problem. <laughs> um, but he goes upstairs and it's like a petulant child. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to wait. I'm gonna stand up here and stand by this door that I hear opening. And he does it. <laughs> and he's like talking to the camera, shooting the shit. And eventually he gets tired. It's been like 15 minutes. So he's like, fuck it. Fuck this. It's not going to open again. I'm going downstairs. As he's going downstairs, the door opens. <laughs> and he like freaks out. That's not funny. only that. It made him wait. Um, yeah. Not only that, but other roommates, not Jake, independently of Jake, start hearing people coming into their backyard in the middle of the night. Ew. Like Corey says he explains it as like they had to lock the gate now because of navi um because of the one time she got outside so he was like yeah but we keep hearing the gate getting opened and so like jake actually independently of the debit box video comes downstairs like do 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 and Corey and aaron are looking around in the backyard because they thought someone had broken into their house that's awful um but the second video is where he actually opens the boxes and sam is with him i remember that um the radio says you shall die (laughs) first of all um he jake had somebody one of his fans translate some of the hebrew and it says um for the benefit of the borrower misfortune (laughs) and a man who is not his own but a devil okay yeah cryptic so there's like an outline of like a person in the background don't know if that's real or edited um jake burns the hell out of his hand 
I do remember that. You can see, like, an orb enter it at the exact same time. But the thing that's weird, that doesn't look scripted, because Jake is a terrible actor, (laughs) um, is that when he opens the first box, he shuts his eyes and, like, breathes in. My phone just went off of FaceTime. Yeah, I noticed. I figured you were texting. No, I did not touch my screen at all. And it just closed it. It paused it on my end. Yeah, no, it just, it closed it and went to the, the lock screen, but it had, like, the green bar, like, in a phone call. Mm-hmm. Can you see me? No. No, yeah, that was really weird. It just, like, disappeared, and I was like, oh, fuck. No, it just it just disappeared on my end, too. It was like, no FaceTime anymore. And then the camera <laughs> was, it wouldn't let me turn the camera on. It's the Dybbuk. I know. I'm, like, haunted now. I don't... <laughs> we're just talking about it and it's haunted but yeah so like jake um he drops his knife also but he starts like breathing in real weird and after he breathes in like i'm making it sound more dramatic than it is because really it looked like just his normal mannerisms but just like slightly off okay so like he he opens the box he breathes really deeply like sharp intake of breath closes his eyes drops the knife immediately starts coughing uh. And all of that has happens in the span of, like, three seconds, maybe. Oh, so it's quick. Um, it's not, like, a show. Yeah. Um, but then he has to, like, come back to himself. Um, and it's not, like, dust or something that came out of the box because Sam and Colby don't have the reaction at all. Colby, bless his heart, did not want to be there. He did not have shoes on. He wanted to go home. <laughs> the entire time he was asking when they could go home... Corey wouldn't let them open the box in the house, so they had to do it in a dog park. <laughs> like, and Colby's just barefoot. Like, yeah, wait. Why was, how did he get to the dog park? <laughs> well, he drove with no, he, he did not bring shoes for this occasion. No. Um, but, so Jake also opens the second box. He stabs it and sh- strap stabs it straight and pries it open really fast um and this is like the hand thing the clip that's like it looks just edited um yeah i watched that and it weird it kind of like threw me for a loop so i didn't i don't know if i watched the rest of the videos after that because i was like oh yeah i don't want to watch something if they're playing it up yeah no it looked straight up edited um but this isn't about all that shit what this is about is so jake lights a candle from inside the box and doesn't respond to sam at all so sam goes you feel anything jake no response (laughs) and sam actually tells jake to blow it out and he doesn't so sam has to physically come up to him and blow out the candle himself um sam and colby say they need to leave jake insists on taking the box but it's like really casual like sam is like okay like let's go and jake's like oh we have to take them sam's like why hit some way just throw him away and sam and jake is like no like we have to keep them okay jake yeah so in the third video they are idiots nice they're simply stupid so first of all they tell the cameras that they've been hearing noises um and jake lets it slip 
that the night that they opened the boxes, he accidentally brought them into his bedroom with them, with him when he got back. Like, Corey had been strict. Like, these were not allowed in the house. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to play it off as, like, oh, I forgot, like, when I was coming upstairs. So I, they just came into the house with me. Ooh. And that night, he said that he had a dream of a shadow figure following him. But he said he didn't mind it at first. But, like, halfway through his dream, he starts running from it. Okay. Interesting. the goal is to cleanse themselves of whatever this spirit is, so they decide to burn it, which you're not supposed to do. Nice. Um, Because then it's like burning a Ouija board. It just sets it free. Yeah. So as they're talking about it, they're talking about it outside because Corey does not want them in the house. They're out. They're, they're kicked out. No, yeah. They're standing by a fire pit, um, like, getting ready to burn it. They're talking, all this stuff. Um, it scared the piss out of me. The floodlight above their head explodes. <gasps> I do remember this one. I did watch the next one then. Yeah, no. It straight up explodes. They're both losing their mind. Um, I was losing my mind. I was like, there's no way that just happened. That wasn't edited. Yeah. These boys didn't just blow up a light bulb for fun. Yeah, and it's it's um, it's a floodlight. It's up on the you know yeah, by the the it's roof. real high up. And Jake or not Jake, Corey actually peeks his head out of his bedroom window and he's like, "What the fuck was that? <laughs> the light and exploded." They're like, "The light exploded." And Corey's like, "I told you, not to mess with this shit." Like, <laughs> Corey's um, mad. But, so they call Sam. Actually, calls Jake out a few times on like how calm he is. Mm-hmm. Like Sam is really nervous and Jake's just like fine. Um they always they call to... Jake is always like weirdly calm in those situations. Yeah. But they start to burn it. They cover it in lighter fluid and for some reason one of them doesn't burn at first. Um but like it's it's a whole thing. Corey comes out too little too late and is like what are y'all doing? And they're like, "Oh, we burned the box." <laughs> And Corey's like, what do you mean you burnt the box? You're not supposed to burn the box. And I'm Sam's glad like, someone did the research. No, yeah. And Sam was like, Jake told me that was how you were supposed to do it. Oh, so they're saying, like, Jake was carrying out the, the instructions. Oh, my gosh. It, that's it awful. It was super, like, they gloss over it so quickly. But Sam is just like, you told me that's what we were supposed to do. And Jake's like, I thought that's what we were supposed to do. Oh, that's like a like the jester in uh, say, the, the game. The game. Why can't I think of the game? Salem. Sa- Town of Salem. Town of Salem. Yeah. You're, you're supposed yeah. to, you trick people into getting your way. Yeah. Oh, that's atrocious. I've never but, pieced any of that together. There, yeah, and as the box is burning, Jake is sweating. Like, you can see it on him. Like, Ew. Sam is closer to the fire than he is, but Jake is sweating fucking buckets. Um, And he's he trying just to, nervous? like, play it off is the weird thing. So Sam is saying, like... It, Sam is even even says like it looks like sick sweating like it looks like Jake is getting sick because of how much he's sweating Ew. and Jake just keeps trying to play it off like oh I was just close to the fire and Sam's like you're not closer to the fire than I am right now bro like what are you doing um it, it also like, like smells weird while is it's burning like a sign of possession in a lot of things is that when you're no, when your body like so actively weird. rejects stuff 
But like after this is when a lot of weird shit starts happening with Jake in other videos. So like that's after this is the Biltmore thing with the possession stuff. Like that's Jake after is, this? Yeah, Jake no. is weirdly susceptible to all these moments of like possession. Half of the comment section on these videos are like, bro, are you good? Um, I mean, the Biltmore he, one, I like that is a crazy scene. No, yeah. With, and it's always Jake. But a lot of people legitimately believe that Jake did something when he burned these boxes. You're not supposed to burn these boxes. Like, even if it was just a spirit, even if it was, God forbid, a demon. Like, but yeah, fucking Jake. <laughs> nice. It had to be, it had to be talked about. Yeah, and like, there's some, they get, they get pretty mad at him in some of the things, because he just starts yeah. screwing with stuff in some of them. They're like, no, dude, like, look, we're, we're freaked out. What are you doing? Yeah. And, but there, and there's other episodes where he's just as freaked out as them. Mm-hmm. and then there's some it's weird he has these like really sudden personality switches yeah hmm what's some other stuff he was the handprints on the bed that one time but that was just oh funny. my god no that was so funny you want to explain that oh so they <laughs> they get into their room <laughs> it was the biltmore right it was the first time they were at the biltmore i think it was the queen mary was the it? first time they were at the queen mary okay and one I of think. in one of those two hotels I mean, one's a boat, but they're hotels. Um, uh, they go into the room first and, like, put their stuff down and then go explore the the, the rest of the hotel. They're, like, walking around mm-hmm. to the community rooms and stuff like that. Uh, go to the lobby again. That You know, just go around the building, the part of the building that they can't go to super late at yeah. night without disturbing people. Um, and they still go to those places super late at night and disturb people anyway. But yeah. <laughs> um, it they come back and there's handprints pressed into the bed and they all lose it. They're like, none of us touched the bed. Yeah. W- like, who? Something's in here. We got. They're even like considering leaving at this point. Mm-hmm. They're freaked out and um, they all swear it wasn't them. And then later they go back and watch. Jake it. included. Yeah, Jake is like, I didn't even touch the bed, man. Like I stayed over here. The whole, like my, I dropped my stuff over here and we left. Um, and they, they, like you can see it in the beginning part of the video, but they also replayed the clip here. Jake totally mm-hmm. just pressed his hands into the bed. <laughs> like wasn't doing anything though. He literally just slams his hands into the bed and walks away like it's still (laughs) it's weird but but it's so funny because in a later video they were like yeah jake and when you just blatantly lied and jake was like bro i didn't remember it and they were like "Uh uh-huh yeah sure yeah what's some other weird and like i I don't know it's so weird because sometimes jake is he pushes things and then other ones he is the one like saying like you know we want to catch stuff that's our whole career we can't run every time something happens, which is a good point, you know? Like, if yeah. you want to see something, you can't leave every time something starts to happen. Yeah. Which, that's a fair argument. But then there's also times where he... he And I've talked about it with other people on YouTube who do ghost content. You know, sometimes it's like, all right, maybe you're messing with things you shouldn't mess with in ways you shouldn't yeah. be doing it. He borders on a little too many jokes sometimes i think that also it's also in like a super joking manner yeah but for that like era of jake he was you never knew which jake you were gonna get 
That's a good way to put it. Was the weird thing is like, and every video that he was in, it just got progressively weirder and weirder at a certain point. And then they did that like cleansing ritual in the woods and all this shit. Like, I don't know if he was ever truly possessed or if he ever got unpossessed. I would have to say he was very serious in the woods once, especially when Mm -hmm. Colby got lost. Like, (laughs) they lost Colby still so funny to me I, we've talked about Hilarious. it before they literally just lose him in the woods in the middle of he the just nowhere takes off he just takes off they all get scared and they all thought they followed each other but mm-hmm. sam and jake run back and colby runs away because he thinks he's getting chased like it's this whole thing but like that jake poor, poor was boy. super serious during that one and they do do that ritual during it where they like write their problems down and throw it into the fire which is also not good because they burn it yeah you know releasing it but These like boys are idiots. I don't know if that one because the cleansing, I love them, but they're stupid. The cleansing ritual is fire, though, so I don't know why like fire is required in that ritual, but in other things, you're not supposed to burn it. You're not supposed to burn a Ouija board. No, I know that one. You can't burn like a Ouija you're supposed board. to cut it up and bury it. But like the things like that, like when is it when is it releasing something and when is it cleansing? Yeah, it's super weird. But these poor stupid boys. But Jake was definitely, like, going through some shit for a period of time. But it was, like, it's very reminiscent of, like, Sam and the Midnight Man stuff. But the thing with the Midnight Man was he was outside of Jake. Or outside of Sam. Like, he was something that was terrorizing all of them Mm -hmm. that Sam had to deal with. Yeah. Um, But fucking Jake, I'm 90% sure, man's got possessed. Like a couple different times, starts, maybe. Literally a handful of times, but like his mannerisms just get weird. And like, even if you want to write off the Dybbuk boxes videos completely because of that one obviously edited clip, the Biltmore mannerisms hits different. Are weird. The Biltmore one, I think we've talked about it on here before, but they're essentially doing a seance, and Jake. The way it looks he like he's moves, about to faint. Yeah. The way he moves during the seance on camera is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And like all of the comments were like Jake at this time, Jake at this time, Jake at this time. It was not the highlight. It was not what the main focus was for that section. Yeah. But like they didn't even really notice it. They go back and they're like, we like this. We all looked scared at this point. We didn't even see. And it happens at the exact same time that the lights flicker. Yeah. The candles get blown. It's just weird. But like poor man. But he's also dumb. <laughs> he Some of the shit he's doing on YouTube now is questionable. I have not kept up too much with any of them. We could talk about that during the intermission. Okay, okay. And you want to say it? Intermission. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. And we're back. We had a very interesting intermission. Yeah, it was a little longer. I ate some cereal. Yeah, we've been on we FaceTime the whole time. Questionable shit. Yeah, I don't know where I stand on that. Do we want to? I don't either. Do we want to like open that floor to the floor? Do my, we? My topic's a little shorter, so we can like. Okay. Uh, so what we were talking about was one of our favorite YouTubers, or he used to be one of my favorite YouTubers. Now I do not know where I stand. Has started a series on his YouTube channel called Murderbelia where he essentially buys a murderer's personal property and like unboxes it on camera which makes me feel icky yeah it's just i don't know 
<laughs> where the like line of how disrespectful that is or like it's, how much of like romanticizing or, or fantasizing them is yeah you know and we we, we shouldn't went through, we um, shouldn't put that much value to someone no. who did something terrible and, and i we, just don't like that <laughs> it's gross and we went through or i went through and told emily like what he he told one of the websites where he buys from so i went through to look at it because i was like there's no fucking way this is real mm-hmm. um and it it just is like one of the websites one of them is far worse than the other first of all one of them is like buy this serial killer's shirt that's like yeah that's creepy the other one it's like a lot of paper and they have um a lot of jeffrey dahmer's stuff was the big thing so they have like i we literally just talked about it and i'm going blank the the big one was they have the his original like you can buy paper replicas of it and it's like twenty dollars for the replica or you can buy like jeffrey dahmer's original psych evaluation for twenty thousand dollars or like the original his nine-page police were... inventory of his home the like, glasses were two hundred thousand dollars yeah these people like, you, like why they're terrible you can people. buy his personal bible with his signature on the inside for forty thousand dollars like uh, some of the things available for purchase were just weird too just some because them, you can purchase it doesn't mean you should <laughs> some of them were like you could buy personal letters or like cards that he had signed his name on and stuff which is also just extra weird you can buy his tax forms it's it's that whole thing there was like an argument on tiktok about it like don't be obsessed with these people no that's weird i mean like, in one of the videos jake is wearing a shirt with the btk killer on it I was like, that's gross. I was like, that's not cool. Yeah, you don't want merch with I those people. I unsubscribed. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I don't want to see that. And it's like, at what point does this go from, like, information and, like, yes, that. we can talk about the case. And it's we've had the discussion before. It's like a lot of people get into wars, like, Over talking where, about yeah. war and the amount of people killed in war and all these heavy machinery and war criminals and all this stuff. There's a difference between information and, like, fascination yeah. with it. There's a difference between being interested in World War II and buying, like, a replica Nazi swastika armband. Like, yeah. At some point, it just gets weird. Yeah. Like, we have a podcast. We sit down every week and talk about it. That makes me feel icky. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's one thing to talk about what happened. You know, you shouldn't... It's the same thing. You shouldn't cover up history just because it didn't happen the way you would have wanted it. You know, you still talk about it. You still, like... And I even said, like, I would want to read through the psych evaluation. Yeah. That's insane information. You can also buy, like, Ted Bundy's subpoena. Yeah. That's so interesting. Uh, Would I want to own it? No. No. (laughs) Keep it in a museum or, like, keep a copy of it public information online like yeah i want to i I'm, I'm interested in the information you know it's yeah. it's in you know some of it's safety stuff too you learn about like some of the the patterns and stuff so yeah. we can as a society recognize some of this before it gets too extreme but then and, owning it and there's also like you can buy jeffrey dahmer's um like letters between him and his lawyer that's interesting that's like information regarding the case don't want i still it. wouldn't want to own it 
but I would be I would want to read it yeah now compare that with like Jake who bought the Night Stalkers drawings like that's different yeah that's that's celebrating them almost that's like oh my god I have something that Richard Ramirez drew that's not good it just doesn't sit in any way that I like no yeah and I I get that there's like like an entrance there and like it's there's some sort of there shouldn't be an inherent coolness to it though you know like no it's not cool it's not like you you even like the whole thing where people will buy celebrities stuff for an absurd no, amount of money. Weird. No, it's just yeah. You, it's less gross. It's more weird. Yeah, it's the same same thing though. Like, they're it's those are that's a person. Yeah, don't don't. That's so weird. I don't like the assigning values to things. And no, the, yeah. the the one where it's like these more, it, it kind of makes some of the killers seem better by making some yeah. of their stuff more expensive. And it's like the other people. People lost lives to the other people yeah. too. Like you, you don't, you can't rank them at that point. And they had <laughs> That's a whole so weird. It's gross. It. They had a whole section on the website dedicated specifically to school shooters. That's which atrocious. Is yucky. No. Like at that point, that's not that's not even interesting. We have never talked about a school shooter on this podcast, and we never will because yeah. that's not crime that's not true crime that i don't think we'll, we'll talk about any like mass shooting no, like that no. no because that's a different thing that's a that's a completely different vein and it's far yuckier and i don't want to think about it like, yeah no you will no 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 podcast <laughs> podcast some shit really grinds my gears Emily, what do you have today? I have I have something that's not so so crazy. <laughs> it's a ghost. I really enjoy the the like story behind it. I gotta think of my hands. Okay. I'm stalling for sure right now. Oh, oh good, good, good. <laughs> um stall harder. How are you gonna stall? How am I gonna stall? I, I, I don't know. I always fall into this trap. I really should get back in the habit of writing my hints down like giving myself time to think about them i'm not the best with on the spot i guess um i don't know if you know the story it's 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 a ghost i don't know if i said my category you did but it's not the hand gesture it's more so like folklore than like uh someone died and became a ghost it's similar to Big the chupacabra no it's not jersey devil it's not usually tied in with cryptids but i guess it cryptids are i'm gonna talk about a category of kind of stories that come about um and in some cryptids fall into this category some cryptids are made in different countries so they are part of that country's folklore and not north american for folklore but mine is specifically north american folklore and could be considered a cryptid it's a similar kind of thing i just usually don't see it in there but it totally is just a cryptid that just the gets less coverage man. The boogeyman? No. <laughs> is the boogeyman a cryptid? <laughs> like yeah. that's the name of this week's episode. <laughs> is the boogeyman a cryptid? I like. So it's, yeah. What's the definition of like cryptozoology? Because I believe this falls under cryptid, under like the basic. But it's not usually in it. I just don't think it's one of the more popular ones. I when you see like a cryptid. Yeah. Article, it usually hits Bigfoot, the Chippecabra, the Jersey Devil, Mothman. 
stuff pop like band. that <laughs> um I, this one band. is just a lot less popular maybe and i'm sure you could find things where it's like cryptids and this is part of the list but it's it's um aliens <laughs> are aliens cryptids are aliens cryptids um 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 no i want to guess i want to guess um I, it is in stuff i don't know if it'll give it away there is mentions of it in gravity falls and i didn't watch gravity falls um there is it's very vampires very niche it's in like the harry potter universe it is mentioned but only on the pottermore website i believe so unless you like dug into it a lot pottermore website i love harry potter it's a it's a fictional creature gnomes not gnomes no that's a good guess though with the gravity falls hint it's it's not like a a main character in gravity falls it's like in five of the episodes and there's pig waddles (laughs) did you just come at me and tell me waddles is a cryptid (laughs) i didn't watch gravity falls you think pigs are cryptid No, Waddles was just a pig. <laughs> For some reason, I doubt it. Fairies? No. <sighs> Pixies? No. <laughs> Am I getting hotter or colder? I think colder, but I'm not Pegasi. sure. Pegasi? No. <laughs> That's definitely cold. Griffins? This is, it's a it's a spookier story. So it's it's on this, it's like how the Chibacabra is more of like a, a aggressive creature, I guess you could say mermaid i would equate this as to a, a similar to like a wendigo story it does not come from like native cultures or anything like that or indigenous cultures it is just straight up like american folklore i guess you could call I it give up what is this the hide behind what the fuck is that you don't okay i maybe i thought you like i guess because it's in gravity falls i thought it was a little bit more up there than some no. of the weird stuff what the huh. fuck is okay. that? Where and it's on the Pottermore website? It is, but it's like we'll talk about it. I think there's a sense at the end. I guess we can. Um, the I forget how to say the the other school. It's not at Hogwarts. Ilvermorny. Ilvermorny. I always think there's just two eyes in the beginning because when typed yeah. out, an I and an L are the same line next to each Little other. Ilvermorny. Yeah, I thought it was Ivermorny. How do you say it? Ilvermorny. So it is okay. Ilvermorny. At that one. There is, on the Pottermore website, they talk about one being nearby, and then this famous mm. witch in the, like, famous to that school, which goes out and, like, hunts it or something, and so it winds up in the Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them book. Mm. J.K. Rowling's the turf. We don't support her. Yes. I-, I had to put that out there. Yeah. Sorry. Harry Potter's fun. <laughs> jk rowling's a turf um i yeah i appreciate the the art not the artist i don't know what the fuck this is Um, and i don't like its name oh yeah it's it's creepy is this another gap woman story that's gonna ruin my life i don't think so you don't think so i mean it is i said it's aggressive like it does things but i don't know it's not as like eerie i guess it's just really interesting to me and i saw it in gravity falls growing up so i was like what is that and so i've always liked it and it's a shorter Mm -hmm. 
kind of story but then i also found some like content made on it like based on it which i thought was really cool so i wanted to talk about both of them so i mashed them together um Mm -hmm. so anyway it comes from like i said united states specifically the northern united states folklore uh and it starts as like a word of mouth kind of tall tale story and okay. it's, it, it becomes a part of this collection of folklore stories referred to as Fearsome Critters. And, and Fearsome Critters is kind of like this more, I guess, mainstream way of saying like a cryptid kind of thing. Okay. So a, a Bigfoot falls into these that, that category. It's just like, but so does a, a jackalope, you know, the rabbits with deer antlers. It's just I like... I love those. It's just like these stories, some are like innocent creatures, like the jackalope, who's just a bunny, like this... It's like legendary creatures, fantastical creatures. It's mm-hmm. it's it's any story that kind of talks about the this... dodo bird. Dodo birds are real. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked like about fantastical- this... <laughs> What? I think we've had this conversation before. Where it was like, do you not know dodo birds existed? I'm the blonde. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, it's American folklore, I guess you can call it. Um, I like I don't know if it it's just a tall tale. Like okay. um and it originates from like logging, lodging camps, one of those words. Uh logging. S- logging um lodging logging <laughs> i never know which one uh so it, it some of the stories come about just to pass the time or like as bragging rights they'll be like i saw a jackalope once <laughs> <laughs> i like saw the hide behind once i saw bigfoot once uh and then others serve as like a boogeyman and the, the hide behind would be kind of like that you know it's like you know be careful out in the woods you might come across the hide behind or you might mm-hmm. come across another scary creature um, a bunny with horns and it it's a lot of the like telling ghost stories around the fire kind of vibe mm-hmm. in these camps with like lumberjacks and stuff you know working yeah people working out in the woods a lot of these stories come from from that group um and then these these stories spread across the country mostly by word of mouth uh, a lot of them changing a lot throughout who's telling them but they spread mm-hmm. throughout the country because this profession you would travel from camp to camp and not yeah. in a group you know you as your own person would find mm-hmm. work where you could and so it was a lot of moving meeting new people and telling these stories and being like yeah way back in uh minnesota we were running from this guy and now i get here and y'all are telling me bigfoots out here like it it was just kind of like this collection of whatnots yeah um a collection of whatnots and and that's the name of this week's episode i yeah and it 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 reminded me it's kind of like yokai but less formal we talked about like japanese yokai some a lot of these stories were to explain weird phenomena or like strange mm-hmm. noises you know you always wanted to to give something an explanation and so a lot yeah. of these stories served as the explanation um yeah. and similar to yokai that you know they're not all bad some of them are just like why does the dust bunny roll around my room like <laughs> it, it's <laughs> because it has horns and it's a jackalope yeah I was say, some of them are so simple like the jackalope like 
you just see a weird creature and then some of them are like why do i hear rustling behind me or like why is there always a shadow man i don't know stuff like that (laughs) um uh and and so it's like specifically american cryptids is what this this fearsome critters category kind of encompasses so the jersey devil is another example because it is an american cryptid stuff like Mm -hmm. the chupacabra that originates from other areas isn't a fearsome critter per se because it's like an american category of folklore uh but (laughs) it's very similar concepts have you seen that clip from brooklyn 99 do you know what I'm talking about? What? I, I don't, don't know. I have no context of the clips. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have not All seen I know it. is that these two characters hate each other. <laughs> and there's an episode where one of them finds out the other one's dead and doesn't take it seriously at all and just progressively <laughs> roasts her more and more throughout the show. And at one point, he's like, I don't know, why does she take a trip to Mexico every once in a while to drink the blood of chickens? Because she's evil. Like, it's like <laughs> he's calling her the fucking chupacabra. Like, That's good. So, I'll find the clip. I'll find the clip. I'll send it to you. It's so funny. That's funny. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> she's dead, though? No, yeah, she's just straight up dead. Hold on. Let me. It's. It was the funniest thing. I don't know. I don't even know the characters' names. Like, I can't even look it up. We'll find it later. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Where were they? Oh, yeah. Okay, so a lot of these stories were also to scare the new guys, the newcomers mm-hmm. to the camps. Uh, it, so it leads to a lot of random information being added or taken away because people would, like, add their own versions and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, they'd tell about their own encounters with it and be like, well, I when I encountered Bigfoot, he had, a, you know, like, he was nine feet tall. And someone else telling the story might be like, he had huge claws, you know? So a lot of it's just added on because people are like, well, yeah, I saw Bigfoot last year. So mm-hmm. uh, I am an expert now. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so stuff would be added and moved around in stories. Um and a lot of these also aren't written down, you know? A lot of it were just told around these campfires and never really became anything. But some of them are written down. So it, it's just like this whole myth. They just throw a lot of stuff together. Hodgepodge. Yeah, and it. <laughs> I just think that's so funny, though, that they would just sit there and tell fake encounters just to scare the new guy, John. You know, like, John <laughs> just- would be sitting there first day of the camp, and they'd be like, uh, last week I saw Bigfoot eat someone. And John just has to sit there and take that all in. Um, Poor John. So there is a book called Fearsome Critters that was published in 1939. uh, But this by no means has all the stories these men told or like that come from this this kind of. It's not everything that falls under this category that's in this book. And a lot of these stories were never written down and are lost at this point. You know, we won't ever hear all of them. But it is a big collection of these stories, of these mythological things. Fearsome Critters. What a name. (laughs) I know. I I think that's so funny. Critters does not sound threatening at all. No, yeah. Also. Um, But the story I'm telling today did survive and is in this book. And the book was written Mm -hmm. by Henry Tryon, I think is how you say it. Um, but yeah, so 
the hide behind is in this book and i am telling you the story of the hide behind hate the name it's found in the united states but primarily in the northern united states okay so like we're good down here i mean we have our own (laughs) we have to deal with the fucking chupacabra bro (laughs) in the honey island swamp monster Uh, so like the other one the lugaroo is it (laughs) i thought there was one more what else do we have? We have the Lugaru, Honey Island Swap Monster. I always thought those two were the same thing, too. Are they not? I don't think so. They probably are. I'm dumb. <laughs> We've got some dumb shit going on in the South. It's it's a similar it's concept, though. Monsters. The stories just kind of, depending on the area, take on a different life. So the mm-hmm. hide behind means this in this area and a different thing completely in another area. Yeah. And now that we have, like we live in the digital age the stories have finally been brought together but they'll be like yeah. in this version of the story it was this big and looked like this and then other versions of the story it looked like this so like yeah. you kind of now can see all the different information but the same thing the Lugaru and the honey eyes swap monster might have started out as the same thing and then like split off and then rejoined and it's just because a lot of it was told as like you know around a fire <laughs> and just yeah it just keeps changing. And I, I, th- I find those kinds of stories really interesting because you can watch it change through time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hide behind. It allegedly stalks the woods at night and okay. it hunts for prey, which would sometimes wind up being people out in the woods. Okay. Um, so like a... Like... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's Why are you so- laughing? No, because I have, I, I make a joke, and I remember that I wrote down, like, a cue to make the joke, and I think that's so <laughs> dumb. Um, but, I did the same thing. Um, but yeah, so, it, like I said, it comes from the, the loggers, the lumberjacks, or people camping or hiking in the woods, all kind of, you know, fear this monster, because, you, it, you know, if you're out on your own, the hide behind could get you. It is a boogeyman mm-hmm. in that sense, but it is not the boogeyman. Um, no, yeah. So, if people never showed back up from the woods, people would be like, oh, they must have been got, gotten by a hide behind. You know, it, it, Hate it's that. one of those kinds of stories. So, it, this is my joke, though. It's similar to the Wendigo, but without the cannibalism. <laughs> there you what? go. That was... <laughs> it wasn't that fu- the joke itself wasn't funny. It was no. all the buildup for the joke. It was like, and I wrote down the cue. And here's the joke. No, I knew it. That's why I was laughing. Because it's just not funny. But I was like, <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, it is. Um, so, yeah. It, it's very much like you go missing in the woods. And, and that, ver- you know, you turn into a Wendigo. Or here, you go missing in the woods and a hide behind got you. Kind of thing. And I mean, Wendigos could also kill you in the woods. So I guess they cover two bases because of that. Because you could yeah. also be like, he was killed by a Wendigo. Not he turned into a Wendigo. Um, But no no signs of cannibalism in this story. No signs of cannibalism. Nice. (laughs) Um, Nice. Like I've I've said a bunch, there are many conflicting descriptions about what it looks like because uh, there's so many versions of the story and also because it's really great at hiding, like its name suggests. Um, So... Depending on the story, some some versions of the story say you can't see this thing. It's so good at hiding that you, b- by the time it kills you, you, you don't have a chance at seeing it. I hate um, that. So some versions of the story say, like, we have no clue what it looks like because no one's ever seen it. 
And I'm then, just picturing that thing from PT. Which one? Which like, one of the well, things from PT? Like the not the thing, but the fact that in the game it's behind you the whole time. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, like similar vibe. Um so but I've kind of just like mashed together a lot of the descriptions and this is just mm-hmm. like an on average what you will find in these stories. <laughs> the average. <laughs> um so it it oh, before I get into that. It can move like super fast, so so even when you do see it, you can't get a good look at it. So in some stories, it's not like that; it's always hiding and can jump from hiding space to hiding space without being seen. It's just that by the time you look at it, it's already moving to the hiding place. So it's just like a blurry image that yeah. you get. Um, so some sources called it bear-like, while other sources described it as a human or humanoid creature, kind of like the rake, though, like a very slender mm. humanoid creature. In Gravity Falls, it it kind of looks like it's humanoid, but it's super lanky and tall and just like a stick figure, pretty much. <laughs> and he he just perfectly hides behind the, any tree, and it, it does all these weird poses to like fit in its hiding spot. It's funny, funny. in Gravity Falls, but um, it also ranged from like dog size to seven or eight feet. You know, it, it it some stories said it was small, and some stories said it was this huge, slender, lumbering thing. Slenderman. Um, Slenderman. Uh, sometimes it is faceless, like Slenderman, and other no! times it had glowing eyes. So, like, when you saw animal eyes reflecting out in the mm-hmm. woods at these lumberjack camps, they'd be like, oh, the hide behind. He's over there, hiding. I can see his eyes. You know? It, it, I'd cry. <laughs> if someone told me that around the campfire, that was I'd some cry. cryptid. Mm, no i'd be like no that's steve from accounting like <laughs> that's a cat right is that not a cat um hate that. it usually has like sharp claws associated with it and i think that's why sometimes okay. it's called bear like it had like mm-hmm. clawed hands but not in every source some of it it was just like the stick figure dude um one source this is like awful but i only saw it in one place <laughs> said it like described it as having this like cry it gives out when it attacks like right before it attacks you that sounds like a laugh <gasps> um and no. this the, the laugh was bone chilling enough to kill some of its prey outright by fear um no. i only Imagine saw that one that. <laughs> something laughing at you middle of the night and you can't lay eyes on what's laughing no and then you just die Mm-mm. Um, so they're they're very good at staying in the shadows and making little lo- noise so they can stalk you. No, S- the same thing. You hear the you hear a twig snap, but you can't find what's no. doing it. So it kind of like mo- distracts you as you keep like looking around for this thing, but it's good at hiding, <laughs> so you can't find it. Um, and then it just attacks with you being none the wiser. You know, you look over after a twig snaps and you don't see anything and you're like, oh, it must have been a squirrel. So you're no. like, and then bam, done. You're out. <laughs> um, uh, and then <laughs> some of them said it eats you there. And then some of them said it has a cave where it'll bring <laughs> its victims. Also, a lot of the sources said that its favorite part was the intestines. I don't know how we've gathered that information. What? How? <laughs> Did y'all do an in-depth interview with this thing? Like, <laughs> And what's your favorite part? <laughs> the intestines. The intestines. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was all over it, that they really like the intestines. 
Um, Gross. I and I think I think there's a reason as to why, but we'll jump to there in a second. That's worse. Um, <laughs> it's worse if there's a reason. So, like I said, the the creature is fast when it hides, but it's also extremely fast when like running and hunting, and it can hide behind anything. So, like even if it's small, like you, sh- it shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to hide behind it. It can. So, like, no. even in the instances where it's, like, this bear-sized thing without a face, it still can hide behind this, like, t- super thin tree. It'll mm-hmm. almost, like, disappear behind these things. Um, That's creepy. That The image of that is unsettling. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it can hide behind anything it wants to. And it, it's also, like, un- inhumanly patient. You know, you can die from just waiting for it to move again because it does, it'll wait. It'll wait to, like, show itself. It will not reveal its hiding space until it knows it wins kind of thing. Emily, I hate the way you're describing this. Do you go hiking in the woods alone? You're good. <laughs> I never will ever after this. <laughs> what, Maybe you- I wanted to take up hiking. By yourself? In Louisiana, the flat state. <laughs> yeah, where are you hiking to? <laughs> um, I don't know, the daiquiri shop. Like... <laughs> There you go. You're good. <laughs> um, another mainstay of their diet is a a grebe, a grub. It's a bird. Okay. It's kind of like a duck. It's a water bird. Um, and they apparently like to eat those when there's like not humans to find. So okay, uh, they just eat, eat those ducks. all the time. Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but they eat humans and ducks. <laughs> Was the story? Because they're the same thing. So, this is why I think that the intestines, like, becomes part of the story, and your daiquiri shop joke is actually kind of funny, (laughs) because the only way to to deter a hide-behind from eating you is having alcohol in your system. (gasps) (laughs) To the daiquiri shop! So, but it had to be a decent amount, or it couldn't smell it until, like, once it got to the intestines... And then it would get sick because it didn't like the alcohol. Oh, it gets a bellyache from eating me. Yeah, because you had too much alcohol. But, you know, if you were drunk enough, you're good because it can smell it. Um, so the... <laughs> and so, like, this is obviously, like, the, the hazing the new guys getting turned into here. Like, you'd tell the story to John, the so new guy. So they drink a shit ton. <laughs> so they'd get wasted at the camp. And you guys would all get a good laugh out. John just, like, dancing around, drunk out of his mind. Because he's scared of the hide behind now. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so I would be too, John. It's a, okay. A good Drink place your, to hide Get white is girl wasted on your white... Get your white girl wasted on with your strawberry daiquiri and your white claw. And I just think that's so funny. That they'd be like, yeah. They'd tell these atrocious stories of people getting eaten by the hide behind and be like, but, listen to me, John. If you slam this whole chest of Bud Lights. 30 White Claws. (laughs) You're good. You can have the Trulies, but not the peach tea one. No, you have to drink the shitty tea, John. What was that bad drink you guys had at your house and you just kept so Adam would drink them all? God. What was the name of that fucking seltzer that we couldn't get rid of for years? Years? (laughs) <laughs> what was it? What was it? What was it called? Whose was it? It was Travis Scott's. Oh, I think I, I took one sip. Name. 
It tastes. Adam dr- drank half of one and threw it away, and that's like I've heard of. I've never drank battery acid, but like that's what I imagine it would taste. <laughs> the like. vibes. It tastes somehow like fish and acid. It was the most dis- cacti. Cacti is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my body. That's so we weird. bought a pack of it. Um, I think Lux took maybe like three sips of one and we left them on top of our dryer for literal years and we were like adam will drink anything he'll drink them <laughs> he even couldn't and no. he drinks anything <laughs> he got through half of one and said no it's disgusting anyway they make john drink those get wasted at the lumberjack camp and he's good <laughs> he's safe from the hide behind um very few stories exist where one could be like defeated or like oh. hunted except like the harry potter one where they hunt them with magic uh but it, it, it's usually the thing like there's ways to deter them but not usually there's no stories of people like going to hunt one down and there's no like how people will try to track down bigfoot it's definitely not yeah. as sensationalized like that but if you get choiced you're good <laughs> and and that's what i will do I think it's so funny that they would just make up excuses to get drunk at these camps. They're like, mm-hmm. look, boss, I'm going to get eaten by the hide behind if I don't get, if I'm not at least three beers in. So, <laughs> I got a drink. Um, but, that that's kind of like the, the story part of it. I don't know why I said but there. Um, that's kind of like your, your, your staple of it. And like I said, the story changes depending on where it came from. But this mm-hmm. is like, that's the, the, the basic outline of what makes a hide behind. Um, I found, this is what I was talking about earlier, this like piece of content someone made from it. It was a short film titled The Hide Behind and it's about 10 minutes. And it, it, it's like quick, quick horror, kind of like similar to a, a no sleep. It's just mm-hmm. a fun little short that's really well put together. And so I'm just going to like bring you along for the ride. Those okay. at home that want to, I, I'm going to spoil it for Mac, but those at home who want to watch, <laughs> it's really good. If you want to pause and go watch it now, be mm-hmm. my guest. It, it's the hide behind. Um, it's on YouTube. I give the, I should have put it now. Let me say it now, because I say what channel it's on later. (laughs) It's by Parker Finn, and it's on the YouTube channel called Alter. Alter in all caps. Okay. Um, And it's it's like the whole thing that that YouTube channel is, is horror short films. Hmm. I believe they're all horror. Uh, All the ones I saw on there were horror, but I was also, like, watching a horror one, so all the suggested Mm -hmm. ones are probably going to be horror. Um, But it's a a bunch of short films made by a bunch of different people, Um, and I saw some really cool ones. I watched some more after I watched this Mm -hmm. one, because I was freaking myself out. I was having some fun. That's not the channel with the look-see, right? That's a different one? Um... Ah, yeah, I believe the the guy who made the look-see is on that guy's channel, huh? Um, no. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. Let me see. Hold on, let me look. Uh, not my Stardew Mallet. Oh, Luxie's on Crypt TV. Oh, yeah, okay. No, yeah, it is. Alright, that's CryptTV.com. I don't know if that's the... Yeah, no, Crypt TV is the, the YouTube. But a similar kind of thing, except theirs isn't... 
theirs isn't all like about the hive behind so it's not like a marble mm-hmm. hornets arg kind of thing where it's all dedicated to this one story it's just a bunch of random projects by people collected onto this yeah. youtube and it's really cool they were all really fun they were all really well made it seemed to at least the ones i watched i can't speak for all of them i did not watch all of them but uh specifically this one had like a bunch of people going crazy in the comments because and i agree it was super well made the camera work was also really interesting so mac i am gonna spoil it for you but definitely give it a watch because it is it's cool it's one of those things that do something interesting okay i don't know if i want to it's gonna scale me well i'm gonna tell you where all the jump scares are <laughs> so oh, there's jump scares i'm tapping out <laughs> i'll cry um so yeah if you want to watch it without spoilers now is the mm-hmm. time to pause because i'm just gonna run through it i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the whole description because okay. i think it's really fun and yeah yeah I don't have to explain myself any more than that. I'm having fun. <laughs> so the movie starts. Uh, it, it's just like he's in the woods. You can't really tell where because he's in the woods. And it's one man hiking alone through the woods with nothing but a backpack on. Mm-hmm. And he's limping for some <gasps> unknown reason. We don't see anything that makes him like he's not like he trips in the beginning. He's just limping from the get go. And it also there's a shot that gives you a pretty clear view of the water bottle swinging from his backpack, and he's low on water, so you can tell mm-hmm. he's been out here for a little while, and you can tell he's hurt, but you don't really have any other information besides that. Uh, despite his injury, though, he's he's trudging along through the woods. Uh, and we don't know where he's going um but you know there's not like any information given to us you're just thrown right in because it's a short little movie um he stumbles because of his hurt foot and he catches himself on a tree and as he as he leans on the tree and like catches his breath for a second he he gets uneasy because he's in the middle of the woods by himself probably (laughs) and probably (laughs) i mean i can only imagine that that's pretty freaky and you also like on film can hear like there's rustling around him but it's you know it seems just like the general leaves are blowing in the wind and there might be a squirrel running somewhere you know it's nothing like specific but if you've ever been in the woods ever it's sometimes the wind just blows in a way that makes it creepy (laughs) you know like it then you can tell this actor for like short film should win an oscar because he was very good with his facial facial expressions of like conveying when he was uneasy and like i don't know i enjoyed it (laughs) um so he he kind of like just takes it all in for a second and he's getting nervous you can tell and he starts yelling out like hello into the woods and of course gets nothing in response except like birds chirp because they get scared and then he yells hello again and it's the birds again (laughs) and but nothing Mm -hmm. else there's no movement there's no like he scares a squirrel away it's just the woods i hate that still very still also this is in the daytime and it's still super creepy yeah i really enjoyed that they made it as creepy as it was in the middle of the day um so um he throws down his bag and sits by the tree still kind of like catching his breath 
obviously injured and he checks out his leg now and he pulls down his sock to reveal to the audience that he has a pretty large bruise on his lower Aww. leg that it could be like a twisted ankle or a broken ankle or he okay. could have just hit it really hard on something we still don't know it's not like yeah. a cut or anything he's not bleeding but it's just really bruised which mm-hmm. either means he hit it on something or something's broken internally because yeah. that'll also make it bruise um but again we don't get a definitive answer at that we just know that he's pretty hurt yeah um and then he takes a swig of his remaining water again super low he, he i don't think he gets all of it but like he's pretty much out of water and he suddenly hears something shift in the woods again mm. uh, he no. L- no no he doesn't he doesn't i'm sorry <laughs> rewrite them i retract my statement (laughs) uh so he looks around but again it's just paranoia at this point he's kind of like any little rustles setting him off and and then his eyes land on this humanish figure standing in the trees no not like in the tree I'm realizing that might be a confusing way to put it. He's standing no, like, on the ground, but, like, in between trees. Not, like, in the tree. <laughs> I don't know. No, don't, like, he's, like, he's not in it. He's not, he didn't, like, climb the tree or anything. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess he could if he wanted to, but, like, he didn't. He's not uh, Robin Hood. But it, it looks humanoid. It just looks like someone with a, a cloak on, kind of. This, it, I will say, this one had, like, a, a, a kind of very unique out like description you can't call it a description it looked different than a lot of like the stories and descriptions i could find of like the original story but the premise is still the same yeah so it 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 looks like a human with just some sort of like shawl or cloak on Mm -hmm. with its back facing to him so it's staring in the exact opposite direction from him uh, he shouts out again, and he's like, help, I'm lost. And we, <gasps> At this point, <laughs> it reveals that he has no clue where he is. He says he's hurt, but doesn't tell us how. Um, and he's like starting to walk up at this point, and, but the thing just stands motionless. Uh, and so he's limping towards the humanoid shape, and he's still asking for help. He's like, I'm hurt, I'm lost, I don't know where I am. Like, did you come from a trail? Can you point me in the right direction? Uh, but it just doesn't move at all. <laughs> it no. just stands there. Um, I don't like it. He stops because that's obviously creepy. Like, yeah. It's not doing anything. He's like, what are you wearing? He's like, who are you? Kind of like get, gets defensive <laughs> a little bit there. Uh, uh, and moves towards it again. Like starts to limp forward again. And suddenly the creature moves forward but no. just enough to stay the same distance away. So at this point, he's about 10 feet from it, and he takes a step forward, so the creature takes a step forward. And the way it moves is disgusting. It's like little steps. So like he, no. it's like a little shimmy forward, but very quickly. And I hate it. <laughs> it like sounds stupid, but it's it's bad vibes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch this, and I don't want to. No, it's good. I really it, like, enjoyed it. Sh- like um, little steps. It, it creeps me out. <laughs> I don't. You know, YouTube is hit or miss with like the creepy short ones. Yeah. But this one, in the first few minutes, it, I was unnerved. Like just him, the way he was moving through the woods. Not the creature, the dude limping through the woods. But you could tell he was getting paranoid, and that was enough. I was paranoid. Yeah. Um, like I said, the guy was a phenomenal actor for this short film. 
mm-hmm. should win an Oscar for these 10 minutes. Um, so the the guy is freaked out and he, he, he like lurches forward faster now to try to like get to the thing. But the thing stays the same distance away. And they do this a few times where he's like trying to get to it and then like gets mm-hmm. freaked out until at one point it suddenly darts behind this tree and it just disappears behind the tree. Mm. But it's a wider tree so he, he, he gets up there and he goes to look behind the tree and it's not there. And so he's obviously like, uh, <laughs> what the hell? Where'd this yeah. thing go? Like how this, how this man get away from me like that? And so he turns back to go to his bag and the thing is standing right there again about 10 feet away it's one of the jump scares um uh the man again like just doesn't know what to do so just lurches at the creature and it dashes away and they do the same kind of little shimmy thing again where he steps some and then the creature stays the exact same if they move like at the same time it's bad um (laughs) it's 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 not like a counteraction thing where he steps and then it steps he is able to keep like the same distance the whole That's time gross. um and then it again dashes behind a tree until it it disappears but this tree is like maybe four inches no. wide and it disappears behind the Vomit. tree <laughs> and so the guy's like what you you know human could hide behind you can't stand sideways yeah. something's sticking out and he had a cloak on like there's no way he could like hold the fabric in enough <laughs> the, you know the pose you just did <laughs> yeah i'm i'm acting it out for yeah. you <laughs> emily's demonstrating i'm paying attention yeah no you so could probably hard. hear me rustling in my chair i speak with my hands <laughs> so um but yeah it's really they 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 show it really well in the camera uh, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go through all like the different camera angles, but the camera work in this is also phenomenal. Yeah. Um. So, the man is stunned, obviously, because he's like, okay, maybe I'm yeah, stunned. Maybe he lo- could lose it behind the big tree because it was a it was a wide tree, like some sort of it's tall oak tree like thing. Yeah. So someone could hide behind that easy, but this you cannot hide behind. Uh. So he goes up to the tree and he's looking around. And he's like, am I just like delusional because mm-hmm. i'm hurt and just <laughs> he doesn't understand it so he reaches out to touch the tree to like i don't know <laughs> verify it's real yeah like see what's going on and he puts his hand on it and is grabbed from around <laughs> the tree like someone is behind it but obviously there's no one behind it i'm gonna throw up it's I gross watch this <laughs> um so he falls back screaming on the ground He's on his back, slowly, like, backing away on the ground, and the thing slowly peers out from behind the tree. <laughs> it's, it's gross. So the man gets up, he starts limping away, and he's, like, glancing behind him at the trees, but he's lost it again. You know, it, it went back behind the tree, and he, like, he's looking at everything, the camera's going everywhere. Mm-hmm. But pu- because he's looking behind him so much, he, he trips on a root and falls to the ground again um and at this point like (laughs) oh yeah this is a side note as he like fell and hit the ground and he's looking around all of a sudden an ad started playing it was the loudest ad ever on youtube (laughs) and it scared the hell out of me (laughs) dude i jumped so bad at this ad starting to play (laughs) 
Um, but anyway. Would you like to talk about your car's extended warranty? No, it was the loudest music ever. Whoever mixes the YouTube ads has a personal vendetta against headphone users because I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. They I, make them super loud on purpose. We yeah. learned that in our marketing class. That's, it's so aggravating. Yeah. Um, YouTube and Hulu are really bad with it. Yeah. I, I We've talked about the thing where they purposely make the ads bad mm-hmm. and annoying. So you want to yeah. pay to get rid of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man falls. He he hits the ground pretty hard. It's like a tall rune. He just, <laughs> 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 you know, hurt more because of this for sure. And he just sits and stares as he hears like rustling and twigs snapping and all sorts of stuff move but you can see nothing um <laughs> so like you can hear everything moving but mm-hmm. nothing visually is happening and it was a bad that. feeling um uh, so he gets up and he catches his breath and he runs but he's like limping even limping, more now yeah. um and he he gets to a tree i think it's the tree with his bag on it unclear uh and he he hides behind it (gasps) questionable move he's got his back right up against the tree um and i mean i i mean pop off you can't run away but like you can't out hide this thing buddy (laughs) i was about to say the plot twist (laughs) um so he he's like turning to check around the tree to see like all the noise which is like stopped at this point and the camera kind of like follows his line of vision so you can also see that there's nothing behind the tree and he checks from both ways um and he's the camera is just like sitting on his face but also like following his line of vision as he turns it's hard to explain but you Mm -hmm. can also peer around the tree with him is what it's Mm -hmm. doing um and then the camera slowly moves back to where it's him with his back up against the tree as the main shot. And as it swivels back around the tree, the thing is right there. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and it, like, breathes. And the last thing you see is him just about to scream as it cuts. So you don't see any of the gore. But it was really well done. I really enjoyed the, like, whole... Like, that's that's interesting. I loved the camera movement in that last bit. Uh and that's why I wanted to talk about it because it was really scary. It got me pretty good, and the ad yeah, also got me pretty I good. Seen it? I would definitely watch it, um, but I knew that it might be scary, so I subjected to you in word format first. Yeah, no, but I can picture that. <laughs> um, yeah, the the face was also weird. It definitely looked like a kind of like done up Halloween mask. It was like this creature smiling, and then it smiles even more at the end. It was, like, definitely a weird depiction of the thing. It kind of had scream vibes because it had it was cloaked. But it, the cloak was, like, burlap also. Like, it blended in with the woods. Um, and the face was, like, gray. But it definitely, it had, it was, it was weird looking. And definitely not what I pictured reading the stories. But it did the concept really well is what I enjoyed. Like, even if it didn't match up visually... It, it kind of gets the creepy hide behind concept down on on par like it's it was good i liked it <laughs> if you can't tell um, i'm gonna have to watch that uh like i said it's 10 minutes and people were going crazy in the comments they were like this is better than some of the horror movies you know the the scares it gives are, yeah. are better than some of the movies you pay to go watch um and it was also <laughs> like i said it takes place during the day which makes it so much worse 
yeah like it, it it's you see everything happening and you can also see that you can't see stuff happening yeah you can hear stuff happening and you have full view of everything because it's daylight and you still cannot see the thing move even though you can hear That's- it and I really like that they didn't just be like, oh, it's moving in the darkness and you can't see it. It was just moving so fast that yeah. you, you, it didn't matter if you had light. You couldn't see it. And I, I thought that was so cool. <laughs> like, it was really yeah. refreshing that it, it reminds was. reminds me of that one dude from Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I don't, I'm uncomfortable. That's not as bad as the Gap Woman. No, but it's pretty bad. <laughs> the only redeeming quality is that it lives in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's it preys on people woods. by themselves. So you're good. Um, oh, because of what? I'm never by myself? Is that a drag? No. <laughs> Are you going into the woods by yourself? Nobody should ever go into the <laughs> woods by themselves. I don't care how much of a professional hiker you are. If yes. you fall and get hurt, you're done if you fall down a hill and break your ankle and can't walk what do you the hide do? behind is gonna get you it you just die <laughs> have you no yeah this is so unrelated and <laughs> it's such a wild tangent it's related because it's someone getting hurt hiking in the woods by themselves but mm-hmm. he was height there was this guy i don't know his name you can watch this on youtube he was hiking in like a, a mountainy area a rocky area and he's like going through a ravine at some point okay and something happens to make a rock fall <gasps> and it catches his arm and he gets stuck in the ravine because his arm is wedged between a boulder and this is so gross he has to break his own arm off no yeah isn't that like a very famous movie too yeah isn't and it, there a movie based on that story yeah it was a real guy who winds up living because yeah. he cuts his arm off. Yeah. With like a Swiss army knife. Yeah. It's I was about to say, it's gross. stupid, slow, and painful. Yeah, and the movie, he, he the guy has said in interviews like that, you know, it looks bad. It was so much worse. Like he actually yeah. had to sit there with this tiny knife. Don't and go hiking by yourself, you know. somebody Don't go hiking, period. <laughs> Stay inside. Don't enjoy the great outdoors. We're killing the planet anyway. I, when we went hiking, we saw a bear across the path. It was, like, not that far away from us, too. It was so cool. But then we left. There's these, it's a very famous, I might cover it one day. No, I probably won't. We'll see. But it's these two girls who went on a hiking trip in the woods or, like, the jump. For some reason, my brain is telling me it's the jungle. (laughs) Um, And they got lost and were never found. Oh, that's Like, not even their remains. But, like the people found like their camera and shit yeah people fall into stuff all the time like i went hiking in tennessee we didn't even do that many like long ones and they weren't they were on pretty like well-traveled paths but there Mm -hmm. were some spots that if you fell and you were alone or if you were in a small group and all of you fell you you were just stuck you would die and if no one walked that far on the path you were done um you're done (laughs) we did a lot of we hiked to go like swimming in streams and hike to waterfalls Mm -hmm. so a lot of them were pretty popular but you know like at some points you were by yourself you know it it was you and your group and no one that would pass by we'd stop like pretty far along in the path and like get in the streams and play and nobody Mm -hmm. would pass for like two or three hours (laughs) and that's two or three hours where you're bleeding out yeah if you're 
I cannot understand people who go hiking by themselves. I get it's like, you know, peace of mind. Walk on the beach or something. Like, <laughs> don't. I enjoy long walks on the beach. Like, I, uh, that's so scary to me. I would get yeah. too paranoid, too, because I, like, yeah. I'd be like the hide behinds here. I can't. I'm out. It's a Wendigo. The, yeah. I mean, ever since I've heard the Wendigo story, I was like, I will never be alone in the woods. Point blank, period. Yeah, maybe in a video game, but even that's pushing it. <laughs> I have the video pulled up. I'm going to watch it. Um, That's fun. Do you want to do it? You want to react live? Should I? I mean, I only have a little bit more if you want to. You... Oh, no. Tell me the more then. Uh, it's, it's just the fun tidbits now. So, like I said, it's in Gravity Falls. Uh, Ford describes it as either a magical creature or a malnourished peeping tom afraid of eye contact (laughs) (laughs) and i thought that was so funny and gravity falls has a really cool depiction of it it's not aggressive in any way it just hides Mm -hmm. perfectly and like there's really cool scenes where you see dipper and he's Mm -hmm. pointing the flashlight and there's some trees and you see the hide behind on the other side of the trees like moving perfectly just out of his eyesight and that's it, funny the it, video right under that is gravity Falls. yeah it, gravity falls i think brought a lot of popularity to it because there's also a short where dipper uh, it might be the same one that i'm talking dipper's about Dipper's guide to the unexplained yeah there, there's a collection of shorts where he goes into different creatures and one of them is the hide behind um and so he does this whole little episode where where he doesn't think it's real and goes and looks for it um <laughs> which is <laughs> you looking for something that hides yeah i don't know i don't know his attack strategy there but it's also seen in some of the other ones some of the other episodes it has some weird cameos and weird again the like big end because there's weird again one and weird again two it was like mm-hmm. the the two-part ending finale um and one of the like shape-shifting things can turn into it meaning it's mm-hmm. seen it so it knows what it looks <gasps> like even though it can hide so there's a lot of like theory there but you know gravity fall theory gets weird <laughs> um i've never finished gravity falls it's so fun. I should I? I love it, and I, part of it's because I grew up on it. But it's also like the cryptidy thing. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy that. Can, you know, me and Mel had our own little fake cryptid show on the camera. That's just I don't know. I, I vibe with it. I relate to the, the, um, the like <laughs> Dipper and Mabel going on venture, adventures. The creators of it made a new show. It's on Netflix. What you know? What I'm talking about which show? Oh, I know. The, um the personnel one they're like (laughs) they're it's government yeah literally every conspiracy theory is true yeah the government is lizard people what what is it called i love that um because i've seen so many clips from it but i haven't sat through and watched it inside job that yeah it's the same writer and the one of the other um co-creators is the is the co-executive producer that's so fun yeah no it's it's very cool and then there was also the other one i talked about the harry potter lore and so Mm -hmm. it it i don't know if it like was near the other magic school but i know the witch was from the magic school and like kind of famously hunts it and kills it um Mm -hmm. with the help of someone else i didn't write their names down i'm not i don't know i know like i read the books for harry potter Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've read a lot of theories, but I, I have not gone that far to where I Draco know about. Draco Malfoy's a werewolf. I'd... Ask me about it in the <laughs> Discord. Draco Malfoy's a werewolf. I remember sitting there, just got home from school, and you sat all of us down. 
And we're like, I'm going to tell you why Draco Malfoy is a werewolf today. It was, I did the exact same thing at Christmas, like, this year. Yeah, no, you just sat us all down, the three of us that got off the bus kind of around the same time. And as we all ate our afternoon snacks, you were like, today's lesson. And there wasn't <laughs> daily lessons, but <laughs> today's lesson. <laughs> it was my, it was my TED Talk. Yeah, no. If I could ever give a TED Talk, it would be about no, that. No, and it was the three of us sitting at one end of the table, and you were in the middle of the kitchen. Like, it was a TED Talk kind of, like, set up, too. Yeah. You were giving a presentation without a board. Uh, Draco Malfoy is a werewolf. <laughs> I need to reread them and then re-get into the theories. No, you should. Some of them go fucking hard. I know, and that's why I want to. I love anything that has a good, like, same reason I like Gravity Falls. The theories yeah. get wild. They pull yeah. some crazy, they'll be like in episode one, this happens, and then episode 35, this happens, and it means this parallel, and it's like, and then they back it up, and it's awful. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's the hide behind. Do I have to watch it now? I think that would be fun. You reacting. I hate the way you're smiling. I just really like it's good horror content. There's an ad playing. The ad will end in three, two, one. The live commentary. Oh, Oh, wait. Side note. Did you watch the armoire? No. It's also by them um and i hate it oh the other side of the box i've seen that clip on youtube yeah on on tiktok and i hated it yeah um but the the armoire one is also creeping me out emily i don't want to watch this (laughs) i'm so sorry the title screen's playing alter black (gasps) the title screen I don't like that it's yellow. This is my commentary. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to my commentary channel. Um, I'm gonna talk to distract from how uncomfortable I am. Oh, it was a tree. But sideways. <laughs> Emily, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> see you get scared. <laughs> You're a sadist. <laughs> I don't like the music. <laughs> it is creepy in that one part. I know where you're at. I'm it, gonna like, cry. It just plays creepy music pointing at trees, and I hate that. Oh, the trees have holes in them. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, it passed. I have, for the podcast, I have, like, really bad trypophobia. <laughs> like, really bad trypophobia. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just that one tree off to the left. <laughs> Oh my god, there's more of them. I'm not gonna look at the tree. Oh, that's a man. <laughs> Why is he walking like he has something in his pants? His his foot is hurt. He's lumbering. I don't like the, the camera movement. That's why they're creepy. They're <laughs> What other one did you watch? I watched the box one because I had seen the clip on TikTok. Isn't it gross? It's awful. Bro, I hate this music. I'm jumping over nothing. No. (gasps) He's almost out of water. The music really has you jumping over trees. Literally. Which is like the invisible man. You don't know if the thing's there or not. I I enjoyed that. It also made me so scared. 
I was podcast. How do you feel about the live commentary? Oh, he tripped. (laughs) Watch along. (laughs) Oh, watch along. I'm gonna throw up. He's got a hat on. I hear shit. Oh my god. Yeah, it's weird. It's got you jumping over nothing. I can't. I'm trying to see where you are in your glasses. Hello. Uh. Emily. Tell me when you see the thing. I feel like you'll know when I see the thing. Me too, but just in case. (laughs) Oh, his bruise. Oh my god, his bruise! (laughs) What's that buzzing? He's almost out of water. Why are you drinking it, homeboy? (laughs) He's thirsty. I don't care if you're thirsty. Have you never seen those videos? Or not, like, how to survive in the wilderness. You conserve your resources, dummy. <laughs> You're drinking all of it? His eyes got wide. He heard something. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> you caught it. <laughs> Emily, I hate I hate this. Ah! Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Doesn't it look like the cactus from Rango? You might need to put a headphone warning. (laughs) Stop showing it. It's just a potato sack. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) The defense stance you've got going. Please, I'm lost and I'm hurt. Watch it move. Watch it move. It hasn't moved yet. It hasn't moved yet. It's coming, though. Did you come from a trail? Hey, are you hearing me? (laughs) (laughs) The way it just stopped. Oh, my. Emily, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Adam's trying to call me. Stop, Adam. (laughs) Emily, what the fuck? Isn't it bad? Isn't that a bad concept? That it can hide. That it can hide good. I'm gonna be sick to my fucking stomach. After this, I found the Brooklyn Nine-Nine clip. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I need you to watch that. I'll live react to that. (laughs) You can live react to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm so sorry I have to answer Adam really quick. You're good. I'm watching the clip. He's he's looking behind the tree now. Oh. He's looking for there's it. There's a scare coming. Brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Um, this ah! is- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is why horror games would be so fun. <laughs> oh my god, why does it fucking move like that? Isn't it bad? Like, it sounds weird to describe it. It just sounds... 
The little tree. The little tree. <laughs> Emily, what the fuck? We should send the box one into the Discord. Oh, yeah. That one's creepy. I like it. I hated that one. I wanted to make a channel for other interesting stuff anyway. So that'd be a good reason to. Did you get to the little tree jump scare? There's a little tree jump scare? <laughs> He's touching it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that so bad? <laughs> I'm so scared. <gasps> oh my god, the hand. Oh my god. Oh my god, the second one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. It's such a shame that we don't have faces on like our videos <laughs> the i reaction. wouldn't want them to see me like this it's so scared no i was terrified i was in my room by myself watching it it was bad i paused it at one point read some comments <laughs> oh no there's an ad that one it was it right before he tripped or right after he tripped yeah yeah he tripped and that one super bowl ad that that one scared me so bad I jumped so bad at that ad. I don't even remember what it was about, but I was so mad because I got so scared. No, yeah. Are you back in it? Yeah. <laughs> I hear footsteps. Oh my god, there's trees rustling. But you can see nothing, right? It's bad. But you can see nothing. <laughs> His anxiety is freaking me out. Isn't it a good actor too? No, yeah, phenomenal. Does he? This is is his stuff. Listen, Parker Finn. Oh, I don't know if that's Parker Finn or he's the director. Yeah, I can look while you get scared. He's behind the tree. He's looking. We're looking with him. The tree has holes in it. Okay. And we're back to the tree. And we're looking. I know it's going to be there. I know it's going to be there. <laughs> I fucking know it's going to be there. fucking know it's gonna oh my god i know it's gonna be there <gasps> i'm gonna kill myself oh my god i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> it's over oh isn't that last like camera work so bad i hated it robin collins is the backpacker robin collins that's some good acting right there Jared Wheeler and Abel Brunn are the hide behind. I don't know why there's two different actors for the hide behind. But they are. We've got to talk. 
I'm that's s- unacceptable. I'm so sorry. Isn't it? It's a good horror little clip, though. Oh no! Yeah, it's so well done. Um. No. <laughs> no. Emily. I fucking hated that. <laughs> that was so scary. It's good. It's good. Create category. Non-podcast things. Technical specs. It's in color. When did it come out? I think 2019? 2018? Yeah, 2019. Or at least that's when it's on altar. I. I. Emily, I feel ill. This episode's three hours. Oh, mine is because I forgot to stop recording (laughs) during the intermission. I was about to say, no, it's not. Well, how long is yours? Mine is two hours and 44 minutes. Oh, so I didn't record too, too long after. 20 minutes. It's not terrible. I'm creating the channel now um, for us to send spooky stuff in. Well... Okay, well, I created it. So, podcast, you got to hear that get created. I'm not going to send the hide behind one because we can do that um, when the episode comes out. Yeah. Or would that count as episode content? Yeah, it might, like, spoil what we're talking about. But I also... We can put a little disclaimer on it. Like, hey, disclaimer, we talk about this in episode whatever yeah don't i made it don't watch it if you want to hear us react first okay well we should end this episode i have to say <laughs> we had we had that chat and adam calls you multiple times yeah he's looking we gotta go eat dinner before the cafeteria <laughs> closes oh my god um, okay thank you for listening podcast i hope I'm you enjoyed it sleep. i hated that I didn't like this episode. There's no trees in your room, though. No, but there's just surfaces. Get, just get shwasted like John. Oh, that's true. If you're shwasted, they can't hurt you. They told me I could get drunk to protect myself, so I guess I must drink. <laughs> well, follow us on everything. Um, um, Adam just said something in the podcast. Oh, in the Discord. I'm going to cry, too. About the about oh, no. the alter video won't be watching. <laughs> Please watch. Uh, oh, someone oh, no. there! Everyone's finding it. Oh my god! <laughs> Me neither. Whoa, Guys, watch our content. Did, it's not ours. Watch our 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 stuff. We're scared of. Okay, <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much for listening. About follow us on everything. Things. Tell us your thoughts about that that topic in the middle of the episode. Yeah. Um. And yeah, have a have a good breakfast, lunch, dinner, morning, afternoon, night. <laughs> uh, that's all the words I can think of. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye.